With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You got it, dude. <laughs> we ready to roll? <sighs> <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages podcast. Big boys playing with big toys this is quality content the boomers are into it hey man i just show up with your host lee rodriguez uh i am a visionary like i have a podcast i'm like no no that's not me that's somebody else jason nice yeah sure i'm not getting any vegetables in my diet i'm just a thick boy jose guzman is jose on the show tonight he says he's coming it's like elton john all over again just minus the death threats kelly harris Put your hand in your pants there, big boy. That's not me. I don't sound like that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And our good buddy, Mahoney. And Mahoney's here. What's up, Mahoney? We can do just glorious, wonderful things on our phones, people. No one's ever done anything like this before. It's going to be massive. It's going to be great. I mean, obviously, I think it'll be great. It's all killer, no filler. My seat's on fire. You take so hot. Come on. It's so good. It's pretty good. It's there. It's reliable. You know what you're getting every single time. Man, I'm so glad you found us. You're all terrible people, and I'm glad you're my friend. What's <laughs> that the intro? <laughs> That's really funny. Over 500 episodes, and you'd think they'd have the hang of it by now. It seems like the concept that would run its course very quickly. What is going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, February 2nd. 2021 2221. I'm going to really find the type out today. It's good times. Uh, this is episode number 545 of the Panels on Pages 46. podcast. I'm here. 46. Fuck. <laughs> you guys, I'm having a hard time getting my shit together today. It's It's been a challenge <laughs> since the word jump. It's been terrible. Three plus three. Uh, nine. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so 546, uh, all that good stuff. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nice. GameStop live, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Jose <laughs> Guzman's here. Got me big slurp. Kelly Harris. Reggie saved GameStop. <laughs> and our good buddy Mahoney. What's up, man? Uh, you know, I feel like when people go to return their GameStop stock, they're going to be really disappointed with what they get offered. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I saw a tweet just before the show tonight. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, it was something to the effect of, don't worry, if you tried to buy GameStop stock last week and weren't able to, there's plenty to go around right now. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> there is. <laughs> At a real, real discount price, too. Real interesting watching that go down because, you know, the, this whole fucking thing is just a just a house of cards waiting for a stiff breeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yep. money's not real. Stocks are bullshit. Credit scores are bullshit. Fuck you, Everybody pay me. 
I, you know, but I feel like no matter what's going on, if you dumped all your fucking GameStop last week and you're riding it to the moon, who oh buddy? I've, let's just see what happens. Because like, look, like I said, uh, and like one of our message chains, like no matter, no, no amount of you know fuckery and day trading is going to change the fact that GameStop is shit. And AMC is fucking closed. Yeah. <laughs> like, these are not viable businesses, like, at all. It's spike trading. Yeah, interesting yeah. times. But, you know, I, I will say that this is more fun, interesting times than, like, you know, race riots. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I'd rather see a bunch you know. of people fighting about not being able to invest in GameStop stock than, like, you know, putting people in cages and uh, burning cities to the ground. Like, yeah. Storming yeah, the Capitol. Yeah, it's not like, um, what was it? The Biden, one of his executive orders, um, created like a basically like a family reinstatement program task force. Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to try to find all these kids that got separated from their parents because of the last guy. I'm like, oh boy. That's cool. Good so, fucking you know, luck. That, that, yeah, yeah, right. So, you know, yeah. Let the boys play with the GameStops and the AMCs. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can have a little stock as a treat. <laughs> yeah. yeah you've, we've all been through a lot together here. It's okay. But yeah, so, you know. Real interesting watching that all weekend long. But, you know, because how can you not had that little voice in the back of your head that was like, fuck, I could have put like a hundred bucks on that last week and, you know, had myself with a little, 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 little change in my pocket. Nah, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not really. That's not for me, but I do appreciate uh, anyone uh, making hedge fund managers uh, go bankrupt, so. Yeah. Stick it to them where you can. Exactly. Yeah, fucking good on you, man. If you, uh, you're sitting on a little uh, mattress full of money now, good for you. I'm very happy for you. Yeah, I watched the interview they had with Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, mm-hmm. who the, that movie's based off of. He's like, this is the shit they've been doing forever. And now all of a sudden that the normals get to do it. They're like, regulation, regulation, regulation. <laughs> it's funny. I had never heard of the trading platform Robinhood before this whole GameStop thing. And then no, this weekend... Yeah. I well, saw you have ad blockers off this weekend. Yeah, I saw right. two different commercials. Yeah, they're like you know they, they got a little extra capital all of a sudden. I guess. Yeah, yeah. but if you if you had that, that ad, turn that ad blocker off, you you'll be seeing those commercials. Uh, how about this? Yeah, no, that's thanks. The, the Wolf of Wall Street guy. You're right. His whole thing was the reason the way he was able to get dirty fucking rich and gain the whole thing was penny stocks. Those you know yeah. those just know nothing you know worth. In some cases, literally pennies, but he was able to sell them, and he was just a you know just a real scumbag, and he was able to build up values and all that crazy shit. Like this is, they've like they're not cheating, they're just playing the game, which is yeah. kind of interesting. The rules are there, and as long as you follow the rules, you're not cheating. This is the game, and only yeah. certain people know how to play the game correctly, and it. It's not supposed to be us normal folk. Well, yeah, now, it's like backgammon. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's gambling for the elites. Yeah. 
now apparently uh, silver prices have gone up a lot. So I hope we don't get hit with some sort of werewolf <laughs> epidemic. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Legit, uh, I know a dude that's been buying silver waiting for this day. Yeah. yeah. My, my father-in-law for the kids' birthdays for a few years is getting him like, a, like an ounce of silver. Just a little brick ounce of silver. I'm like, that's... Yeah, the he, the boy's four. He's really gonna have a good time with that. And <laughs> each and... one a melted down bullet. <laughs> yeah. And a necklace filled with holy water and garlic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's got a bishop's pinky in it. <laughs> now, if you really want to invest, what appreciates more than gold and silver? Fucking Pokemon cards. Lego sets. Lego sets, that's yeah. right. And then dip them in silver. Yep. <laughs> no, that would only devalue them. Listen to your good friend, Logan Paul. Invest in Pokemon cards. <laughs> you can't find them anywhere. Some fucking dumb dick came into my store today. <laughs> looking to buy some Pokemon cards. And he fucking bought a starter deck because that was the thing that we had the least of at the moment. Oh, so he thought... Those must be worth something. Yeah, obviously guys, that's what that's you the guys don't one. have a shitload. The yeah. starter deck. <laughs> yeah. These people don't All know right. what they're buying. They just buy things. All right. Enjoy those uh stimmy checks, Kelly. Enjoy oh, those stimmy checks. Fucking overheard someone talking about like, oh man. Once we get those checks, we're coming back. I was like, fuck. Oh. He's like, I don't need your patronage. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah, what else is that? Let's see. Um, oh, hey. Oh, we got a couch. Nice. That's pretty exciting. Nice. Oh, a, That's pretty timely. You just yeah. moved in, what, like last week? Yeah. yeah it's, it's been a while, you guys. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a hot minute. We got Did Jax uh, gather up a pile of shit and put it on the couch? He has not gathered up a pile of garbage and put it on the couch, but he is uh, having a really hard time not just running at a full clip, scaling it and flipping over the back like a parkour course. <laughs> hey, asshole, stop it. Yeah, but isn't that what couches are for? I mean, what do you use a couch for? Not that. This is a nice one. <laughs> so fuck off. We haven't had a nice one before. It's nice. So I uh, got a yeah, couch he... and I immediately left. So I, I left. I went out of town immediately after getting a nice couch after all these fucking months. Uh, the, I'm not going to stand for this. He looked Nicole dead in the eyes and said, fuck your couch. It's not near the couch today. <laughs> and she was like, bye. <laughs> now, this is like, I don't have to day. plug the couch into anything. Actually, you do. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I was going to ask how many cords you to come with. That, yeah, it's got, got three got recliners on it. So yeah, oh nice. <laughs> it's got three recliners in it. So he doesn't have to plug it in. But the plug, the outlet is uh behind it next to the stairs, so everything's okay. Good. It's good, all right. Good. You shouldn't have to look at it, so it may as well not be there. Like your old relatives. No, so uh, Mrs. set me up with a play date. Went out of town and hung out with a, a Popcast co-founder. Jason Kerouac up in the frozen north of Indianapolis. We just hung out at his place for a couple of days. Uh, it snowed. 
Didn't like snow. Hadn't seen snow in a while. It snowed a lot Saturday. Not like you got, Kelly, because holy shit. But it snowed yeah. quite a bit. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to that later. Oh, I'm sure we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, real fun, though, on the way there, I stopped to take a leak and got out. I'm like, oh, shit, it's cold. Okay, cool. I'll just, you know, I'll uh, grab my jacket out of the back of the van. His dick was like, was... this ain't Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I, I was wearing my hoodie. And I had my jacket in the back seat because, like, I don't want to, you know, drive in the, the big, you know, big jacket. And I opened the back of the the back door of the van, and my jacket's not there. I left my jacket on the banister at home. Oh. And at that point, it was uh, twelve degrees where I was at. So nice. That, that was that was no fun. Well, thankfully, so Kerouac has a closet today. full. This motherfucker has so many jackets. It's like. Man's only got two arms. Who needs that many jackets? Doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But also, you know, Homeboy works at Burlington, so I got a $180 jacket for $25. So it worked out pretty well. All right. Pretty nice jacket, too. Worked out. It was good. And then uh, the only thing we really did worth any kind of mention, we went to the uh, Kokomo Toy Store in Kokomo, Indiana. Which again? Oh, he took you way down to Kokomo. <laughs> way down. <laughs> it's a weird fucking place, you guys. There's a restaurant off the. So it's you know it's like an old timey square, except the courthouse. Way down in Kokomo. <laughs> the the courthouse is like a giant cube, like a like a like a cartoon supervillain prison. Just a big ass concrete cube. And off to one of the sides, there is a building called the Storybook Cafe. It's a little restaurant, I guess. But like it, all the out, all the angles outside are all fucked up and crooked, and it's strange. And there's like this twelve foot tall uh, metal praying mantis statue off one side. I don't know what the hell they're doing over there. It's just the whole place is like a massive trip. But they got this uh, old vintage toy store. It was pretty cool, and I picked me up a. Big ass Pyramidus from 1994. No, the the tour Shuttle Zord from 1994. The big ass dumb turtle. I asked Santa for that shit 20 some odd years ago, and I got it today. You big red bitch. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha! I fucking got you. But it was up on the, the shelf, and it was like, hey, I have a little sticker on it. It's like you know, complete with instructions. It was like 150 bucks. This fucking thing. But like I, but really hard to find one. I don't know if, you know, if you're out there listening, you're familiar. He has lots of these little gold pieces, like little armor pieces and shit like that that are really easy to lose. So finding one in, with all the stuff, is it's not cheap. So this is like, hey, he's got the box, complete with instructions. Cool, so I grab the box. I'm like, great. And they're, yeah. And they ring me up and walk out. And we're walking back to the car. And like I have this thought. It kind of caught my head to the side for a second. And it's really funny because at the same time, I looked over at Kerouac. And he was looking at me with the same look I was looking at him with. And I said, this box could be full of sand for all I know. <laughs> like, I just paid this guy a lot of money. I have no fucking idea what's in here. He goes, no, you don't. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like, hey, good job. It's complete with the instructions, but it's also got, you know, Sharpie markers all over it. <laughs> it could be fucking anything, you know? And so I, I dropped that shit in the side of right away, opened it up, and it's beautiful. <laughs> but for a minute there, I was about to piss my pants. So was the box oh sealed or... It was not sealed. So oh, the okay. only thing that the only bad thing to say about it is uh, some of the stickers are kind of fucked up, which is it stands to reason because it's you know very old and whatever. But it's in really good shape. Like all the 
at least you know big green sides it's all you know there's no scratches on it no scuffs or anything but you so could I've have very well that. opened the box in the store before purchasing it to confirm whereas oh, yeah, if it certainly. was a sealed just, box you couldn't necessarily do that right it just didn't occur to me <laughs> yeah. you, i mean you probably made that dude's day by not having to empty it out on the counter and check o- over everything yeah probably yeah so good good for that guy yeah they uh, oh, they also had a uh an ss flag up there the gi joe uss flag oh, jesus uh, you know no box built i don't think i've ever seen one built before in person yeah yeah never seen one in person have you guys seen one of these things it's enormous not in person. i've never seen one in person I, I mean i've seen pictures of course i mean it's like a small to medium coffee table this fucking thing it's like, kind of insane th- thinking back it's kind of bullshit my parents didn't buy me one because we had the room and i had gi joe's so it's like what the fuck i it was weird i i'm just thinking you know even as a kid i'm like this is this is untenable. This is too much. To, this is too big. It's too, it's too big to play. What the fuck am I supposed to put this thing? It's the entire length of my twin size bed, practically. But just yeah. think about the battle you could create on that thing. Oh, so many cool battles. So many good battles. You could have had yeah, all they... all of your GI Joe vehicles land on the SS flag and still have room, and then brought some transformers in. Get that crossover going. Now, they, uh, I think they wanted. Fourteen hundred bucks for it? Mm. Oh, give me two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, just had the one, Jose. No, I'll take two. I, my game stock <laughs> stocks did real good. <laughs> game stonk. <laughs> game stonks. Uh, yeah, it's a really nice place, man. And uh, and it's funny because I've you know, been there a couple of times, and every time I go, my uh, my feelings go back and forth. From oh shit, that's a really good price on that. Oh fuck, that's really good. And oh man, I'm glad I got that when I did. <laughs> because you know it's all very reasonably priced, but sometimes you don't know how much the shit that you have is worth until you see a price tag on. You're like, oh fuck, mm-hmm. I'm, glad I'm not doing this today. Yeah, it's very cool. Highly recommend checking out if you're in the area. It's a good time. No, nope, never will. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not gonna make the trip from uh, Florida to mid Indiana. I mean, know? maybe if know. my beautiful Kokomo. Maybe if my wife wants to punish me, I guess. <laughs> What you got going on, nice? All right. Well, uh, let me tell you a little story about Nancy. So, uh, oh, na- I, so Nancy. So last week on the show, yeah. we talked about the uh, King Kong versus Godzilla trailer that I put together based on the Godzilla versus Kong trailer, and uh, a lot of good reactions to it. It was getting a lot of good traction. Uh, I was very proud of it, and everybody was giving me praise, and I love praise. You know that. Uh, so that it released Monday or Tuesday morning, and then Thursday morning, I wake up to a comment on our Facebook page from Nancy. I'm not going to uh, blur out her name because I don't even think the person commenting is actually Nancy. I think this is a dude using his mom's Facebook account. Uh, oh, so so realize. So real cool dude. Realize after the fact that uh, because I did write out the description for the video at 5 o'clock in the morning, instead of putting King Kong, I wrote King King. And 
however many views, retweets, whatever, no one noticed that until Nancy Michael on Thursday morning on Facebook thought it was the best idea in the world to comment, what is King King? Question mark. And that really caught me at the wrong time with the real wrong attitude. So my response, because I I get it, I know what you're doing, you were Nancy. Way more upset than you really should have been. You were fucking mad, dog. It's, it's fine. <laughs> you were so, so mad. It's fine. You get that mad, you give them the power. It's fine. So Nancy Michael asks, "What is King King?" And I know, I know what Nancy's doing. I know what what the question is. That Nancy doesn't actually want to know what King King is. Nancy wants to say, ha ha, you made a typo. So what do I do as the pop panels on pages.com Facebook page? I go in and I fix that typo. And then I comment, not sure what the hell you're talking about, Nancy. And Nancy responds, the title description says King King instead of King Kong. But you saw what I wrote and changed it, doofus. So don't act like you didn't know. And then posts a screenshot. Of the typo that shows King King. Yeah, doofus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doofus. And, and like, I have thousands of screenshots on my phone. I wouldn't consider for a moment being like, oh, I need a screenshot of this typo. Because <laughs> yeah, I own this, this guy. So, Tony, I feel like Tito would beg to differ. <laughs> Uh, I don't need a screenshot of some other random person's typo. Hey, I claw at life. So, uh, (laughs) Nancy posts this screenshot, and I respond, Well, we appreciate you for pointing that out and being super cool about it. Did you really (laughs) want to know what King King was, or did you just want to rub it in that we made a typo? Any other comment you want to make than pointing out that a single letter was misplaced at 5 a.m. after editing a video all night? Uh, if it makes you feel any better, this ruined my day and possi- possibly my week, so thanks. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Nancy, uh, oh, so I, I eventually, I fixed the typo on Facebook. I re-uploaded it on t- Twitter. I fixed it wherever I could. Uh, and then Nancy responds uh, to my, if it makes you feel any better, this ruined my day and possibly my week, so thanks. And Nancy responds, instead of saying thanks and being happy someone pointed it out, you acted like I was the problem. It's that simple and really a silly waste of time. I hope you catch up on sleep this weekend and get it. Hold on. Hold on. Did I miss? Oh, let me go back. Instead of saying thanks (laughs) and being happy someone pointed it out, you acted like I was the the problem. It's that simple and really silly waste of time. I hope you catch up on sleep this weekend and get a chance to enjoy some outside activity. I hear the weather weather will be great, which it wasn't, Nancy. And then my response was, what is the the? (laughs) Got her. Just like, on one hand, I appreciate it. I I appreciate bringing it to my attention because that would have bugged the shit out of me if I stumbled across that like a week later. But don't act like I I deserve, you deserved a thanks with the way you came at us, like right off the bat. And I felt like my, 
I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Nancy, was, you know, tongue-in-cheek a little bit. That's like, funny, yeah. Ha-ha, LOL. Yeah, she ain't tonguing or cheeking. Right. <laughs> she ain't come to tongue no cheeks. She came to tongue fucking the bungholes of justice. So, yeah, there was that, uh, which was super cool. And then, since we haven't done this in a while... Where are the turtles? Oh. Where are they? Uh, thanks to Kelly giving me the heads up uh, a couple weeks back. Target had fucking Krang on sale on their website. And by the time I got to it, it was still on sale. So I was able to place my order and got my Krang in this week. And uh, uh, we did double check and his visor is on correctly. It is not upside down. Uh, but so, does his head still look like a dildo? It does look like a penis, sure for sure. <laughs> really does. And then uh, I got my, I believe it's my third or fourth Ninja Turtles loot crate in. And it was these silly looking motherfuckers right here. Easter Bunny, Bebop, and Rocksteady. Uh, which, for all intents and purposes, no one should own these. But... <laughs> I- I'll say it makes me feel better that you got them as like a loot crate type thing because I thought of your select like really <laughs> focused list of like these are the Ninja Turtles I need to own. I was like Easter Bunny, Bebop, and Rocksteady. Uh, that yeah, I mean that cracked the list. You, you He's make, a huge Easter fan. You make a good point, <laughs> Mahoney. Uh, but yeah, I knew these were going to be part of the loot crate, and that was part of my decision in signing up for it. So uh, I don't know what it is, Huge but head. I feel I I really like Bebop and Rocksteady, and they look so stupid. And I kind of will want to continue my tradition of collecting these stupid Bebop and Rocksteady variants. Not everything else, but if they do weird Bebop and Rocksteady, like don't tell Mary, but I might already have a video game. Pirate Bebop and Rocksteady already pre-ordered. Just because they're fucking Bebop and Rocksteady pirates. Give me a break. So, that being said, the only Ninja Turtles thing that has been announced and is on its way and should be hitting stores and Target.com shortly is the Rat King and Vernon. And then I'm good. Like I've I've got my collection until they announce more shit, which you know it's it's February, so even though Toy Fair is not happening, they're more than likely going to be announcing All a bunch stuff, more stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. But at least I'll be caught up to that point, and it feels nice. Uh, I don't know if we we probably didn't ever talk about it. I'll have to see if I can pull it up real quick. But the <laughs> or maybe it's on the the packaging. Some of the promo pics they took of Vernon with April O'Neil. Oh are, yeah, those look real. Are bad. real <laughs> fucking rapey. Yeah. Let me see if I can. Find yeah, it. I don't know how they got past literally a second set of eyes. Like, <laughs> like whoa, 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 there, Craig. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Let's take. Here we go. I found it. Yeah, that was the sexual assault. Carl <laughs> is that figure. <laughs> Maybe hold back on holding her by her wrist <laughs> and not letting her out of the break room. Yeah, that. Uh, let's not. Let's not, you guys. Gonna have to stay late tonight, April. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gonna need to go over some footage with you. Strong Biff energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the Ninja Turtles cartoon was perfect except for one thing. Missing one thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my week. 
So fuck you, Nancy. <laughs> and your fucking son who lives in the basement. <laughs> What's up, Jose? Uh, me and the lady got into a big Scientology hole. <laughs> Watching that uh, Leah Remy. Oh, okay. Uh, Leah Remini. Remini. Yeah. I thought Jose was going to be like, we got audited. <laughs> yeah. I held them cans. Um, that shit is wild. We're already on season three, and it's been like two days. Yeah, I've not watched that show, but I know the story. It's it's insane. Jose was there, telling us about it, so me and Mary have already hopped on. It like I knew Scientology was wild, but what's I it didn't, on? Is it Peacock? It was uh, an A and E. It was an A and E show that's on Netflix. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um. So the the first the first season the first couple episodes they pretty much have uh Mike Render which funny uh that's also Killer Mike's name <laughs> um so he was like a former executive at Scientology Mike Render was not just the executive he was like the watchdog he was the dude that they would send out right. after you right if you spoke out against them he was the one knocking on your door saying, hey, we're going to fuck you up. So um, this mother, he goes over his story and talking about how he had to break out and his family doesn't talk to him because you get dis- disconnected. When you drop out of Scientology, you're you're shunned from the world, kind of like a, a Jehovah's Witness kind of does the same. Thing. Right. Or uh, so like I do, the, the I, Amish shun, too. Yeah, um, but they kind of let you back. Cool, you guys. So I knew it was fucked and a little bit crazy, but then you start hearing the stories of you know they got something called the hole where they would th- throw you in for weeks at a time and starve you, make you clean the bathroom. The they said cl- go clean the bathroom, go lick it until it's clean, mm-hmm. and these people would. Go fucking lick the goddamn bathroom floor. It was two double wide trailers, and it was basically the prison for all the people that Scientology was mad at. And they would just stay there for as long as they needed to. And they would make them like beat each other to see who was like, who was ready to get out. Like, if, if you want to yeah. get out, like, beat the fuck out of that person. Is, uh, is Miss Gabbard's wife still missing? Oh, yes, for sure. That, that, that's the episode you <laughs> just watched. Oof. They're saying that she's, she's alive, and they, and they, she's just, they are saying people have said, "Oh, I've seen her. Right. I've seen her." Yeah, she just out. She doesn't go out in public ever anymore. For over ten years, she's been missing. She's she's just she doesn't want to go out. That's all. She's got. A, yeah. she doesn't like the sun. She and disappeared the- right before because they're saying like the big tell was it was Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes' wedding. Right, and everybody who was anybody. In Scientology was there, except for her. Yeah, that's what set Leah Remini off because she's like, "Where the fuck is Shelly?" And then everybody's yeah. like trying to explain it away, and she's like, "Well, hold on," because she even admits, like, up until that point, she was all in balls deep Scientology. Yeah, uh, we also we just got done watching the episode where they talked about they've infiltrated um, the Nation of Islam and completely changed how they how they're run nation of islam is 
Farrakhan's in their back pocket, and he's got them fucking hooked. That, that's interesting because one thing that I have noticed is there are not a whole lot of brown faces in Scientology. So oh, no. I, I assume they're like, all right, we'll 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 take over the Nation of Islam, and then they, that they could did be... did that after Isaac Hayes brought it up. Yeah, that could be their Scientology. Oh. That was their way in. Isaac Hayes brought it up. He's like, hey... Where's all the other black guys? Like, like there's nobody else. And Leah was the same way. She's like, there, there's like nobody but white people here. So she was big into into opening this first one in uh, Harlem to like help the inner city. They get one open and they do nothing for the community. But they came in as like we're here to help the community. And it's but I'm gonna need you to cut me a check first. <laughs> It's fucking dirt. well. They're just, they're opening these buildings, and there's like nobody's in them. Some boiler they're, room. It's shit. all real estate investments, and it's the illusion that Scientology is growing so much that they're opening all these buildings. But there's only like twenty thousand people in Scientology officially, like in the ranks. <laughs> Jose is going to get fa- this illusion. Jose is going to get fair gamed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair, fair. They love. They're keywords in Scientology. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. one of the things is fair game, and that's when there's an enemy of Scientology. You can do anything per- to per- that. Um, a suppressive person. Yes. person. You can do anything yeah, to that person, and you will not suffer any consequences within the church. Yikes. Yeah, it's some scary shit. You can shit. blackmail them. You can sue them. You can lie about them. You can turn their family against them. Whatever you need to do. Yeah, that's the first thing they do is they 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 go. If your family's in it, they go to the family and have them turn on you right away. Like that's their first move. Like is get the family against you. Even before then, you get to the real cult-like stuff and the the abuses and all that like right up front it just seems like a lot of work and it it just it would not interest me in the least (laughs) yeah no it's like like, um it's like a multi-level marketing thing well yeah it's very much yeah you you're you're trying to get the clear but you got to work your way up this bridge and each step of the bridge has its own courses, its own classes, its own tests to pass to the next level. But each one also comes with a set of books. It comes with a curriculum you have to pay mm-hmm. with. It yeah, comes the, with um, the, up to... That guy, uh, Keith Rainier, who created uh, Nexium, which is that crazy thing that um, Allison Mack from Smallville was doing. Right. Uh, the, weird, the weird crazy sex, sex cult. cult. There are Brandon chicks. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was he was just taking pages right out of the Scientology playbook. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty much the same shit. The, one of the weirder things, I, I'm not as far into it as Jose is, but it's this concept of the C organization. And, like, the headquarters of Scientology are based in Clearwater, Florida. And one of their main things is their fleet of ships and their fake-ass cosplay navy... <laughs> That they force to live and work on these fleet of cruise ships for weeks, months, years at a time. And if once if you're a kid, once you're six years old, you're sent to the the Sea Org, as they call it, and you're now part of that. Like you're not part of a family anymore. You don't get to see yeah, your parents. They don't, believe, 
kid, kids aren't kids. Yeah. Kids are the essence and souls of older beings that have lived multiple lifetimes. They just haven't evolved to realize it yet. If you guys think this is wild, like, wait till you guys hear about Catholicism. See, I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This makes Catholicism look downright sane. (laughs) Well, they they, in Australia they got them. They got them ripped. They got. They don't have the um, tax tax exempt. They hit them hard, and it was cool because like one of the. government people there whatever they're they're called like they were he was behind he's like no let's fucking get these guys these motherfuckers need to be paying taxes fuck that so they were trying to go after things but the like legal documents they weren't able to release or talk about certain things and he's like fuck that if i bring it up in like their parliament or whatever it is and bring it as like official Mm -hmm. whatever it's covered it's it's legally binded and covered where they can't do shit because i brought it up in here so it was like a day they're supposed to be meeting about you know what are we having for lunch and he's like let's talk about this and he just starts busting out all kinds of shit so now it's on record and then now they got to look into it because it's on record yeah one of the things they They talk about is if you want to get out of scientology you know you do basically an exit interview and in order for them to be like, all right, you can go, you have to answer all these questions and basically absolve Scientology of any wrongdoing on the record legally. So then if you were to leave Scientology and start talking shit, they could be like, no, look at this. They said everything was cool. They said David Miscavige was a fucking mensch. They said that Shelly Miscavige waved them yesterday. It's all good. (laughs) So during the course of the show, bookending each commercial break is a little disclaimer that's like the church of scientology denies all of these accusations if you want to see what the church of scientology says go to this website and i just have to assume that it's a way for them to legally cover their asses because scientology has all this legal paperwork on them yeah it's they, they had to do the same thing for the r kelly one i did not watch the r kelly one but but yes. the, the lady did. She said they had to do the same thing. Seeing the disclaimers come up makes me giggle every time. Every commercial break. Shit's wild. Shit is wild. And they're getting like, you know, they get these people in when they're kids. Mm-hmm. So they grow up. This is all they know. And they think this is, you know, this is the the world. But they started really getting a lot of people waking up to it. And they had a huge mass of people leave. Um when the internet became big and you they couldn't hide the information like they used to and people started they had access to look up information quicker and they're all like this is the fucking thing i'm in this is what they're saying we're doing holy shit um it's just it's super wild and um one of the episodes we went through they were talking about how they went after the uh irs like they were bugging the IRS, so they've got some shit on them, and there's something why they're not going after it because they had their rights taken, but then they fought it and got them back. Hmm. So somebody knows something on somebody. Tom Cruise just had to flash them pearly whites. <laughs> Said, "Hey, you want uh, red carpet tickets to Mission Impossible Nine? Yeah. So, 
if you want to take a wild ride do some fucked up shit hop on hop on the remy train remember remy? was it remy. oh it was anime nyc it wasn't toy fair one year that jose crossed the street and he ended up right in front of the church of scientology in new york and he was Standing outside their window, watching one of their videos, and I'm sure. Yeah, they had the, they had the videos going. I was like, "All right, I'll watch. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see what you guys are fucking shooting." And it was nothing but it was like blue sky, sure, beautiful mountains, eagles, birds, like nothing that had anything to do with Scientology. And I I don't know if there was audio or not. I didn't hear anything, but I'm assuming that there's some kind of audio or voiceover. If you were watching it from inside, they heard you, buddy, and they got your face scan, <laughs> and they've already cloned you. Mm-hmm. It's fucking wild. It is wild, but people are starting to get hip. Hip to be square. <laughs> they're figuring it out. It's taking them way too long, but they're figuring it out. <laughs> so it'd be cool if our lifetime it goes down. Sure. And is gone. But organized money. religion as a whole has had its day. One of the guys who, who, who worked on the book, he's like, when I was there, we were bringing in fucking two million a day. Jesus. And that was just at the one he worked at. Jesus. That is fucking like, insane. I mean, it's not GameStop stock money, but. <laughs> yeah, the one chick said that uh, one of the auditors or whomever that she dealt with was like, hey, uh, just want to let you know. I uh, took $1,500 off your credit card because I needed to hit quotas. And she was like, fucking what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Holy shit. All the rooms are bugged. So their job is to get you to sign up for money. So while they're listening and you're giving them all these reasons why you can't, you got a guy in the other room looking up all your info and trying to figure out what's going on. And then they uh, find like credit card here just get this other credit card we got you approved for this ten thousand dollar credit card yeah and they sell you the entire set of books and then they're like oh wait we found something was a mistake or uh something was wrong uh you have to buy all these books again it's like fucking dc (laughs) (laughs) wait wait. we're doing a reboot (laughs) what happened was we got elron flashpoint and then some things changed so we're going to need you to rebuy everything. And in some cases, you have to retake that course, that part of the bridge. Because right. because of the changes, the bridge has changed. The bridge. And oh, my. They love their fucking the bridge that's vanilla-ass the right keywords. The bridge. Yeah. Yeah, the one chick was like, and, so, yeah, I got to the very top of the bridge. And then they're like, uh, no, uh, we found some discrepancies. You got to start from the bottom again. And you're paying yeah, by the hour off. for all this shit. For all of your lessons and your auditing and all that. You're buying the books. Yeah. It's fucking so sleazy. Do me a favor, everybody. Whatever you do, 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 do me this personal favor. Don't, don't go join a cult, you guys. <laughs> at least if you're going to join a cult, at least have it be a sexy cult. Yeah. yeah. Scientology ain't sexy. I mean, like I said it before, this is kind of a cult. It's fine. I mean, you know. It's all right. If you're going to join a cult, at least get to bang someone from Smallville. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Like, 
But see, you don't get to join a cult and fuck a bunch of people. You get to start a cult, and then you get to fuck a bunch of people. Mm. That's how it always goes. Like, it always starts out like, oh, yeah, we have some well, new ideas. And it's like, oh, yeah, guys, I think I might be God. And it's like, oh, shit, I think I got to fuck your wives. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. I must put like I don't want to say every time, but almost every time. <laughs> also, smash, pretty much every time. Smash that like button, fam. <laughs> smash that like button. And one day we might fuck your wives. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Kelly? <laughs> Kelly, whose wife do you want to start with? Oh man! And to think that would have been perfect for Kerouac. Yeah, <laughs> that was probably his end game. <laughs> All right, so guys, Saturday night was the debut of Wendy Williams the movie. <laughs> oh, that's Which, right. Watching oh, that, that movie got us demonetized. Yeah, last watching week. that fucking trailer got us demonetized last week. Thanks, Wendy. Wendy and not, fucking you know, it's video, a party had... every morning, but it's not a party every day on YouTube. <laughs> Wendy and Nancy fucking, fucking my week up. Yeah. Two and a half hour video, but we showed uh, you know nine seconds of what is ostensibly a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> what a tremendous film. Just a great time. I'm glad we didn't watch it on the show. She fucked Method Man in it? No. She no, but the... Wendy Fox. She fucked Old Dirty Bastard in it? <laughs> no, but there there was a sexual assault scene that I think would have been real weird if we were all sitting there watching it. Doing commentary, trying to riff on it. <laughs> Jesus, all right. Yeah. But uh, let me oh, tell you I something. Take you up on that. The best line in the whole movie is when she's getting her big fake hoots about to be put in. <laughs> she t- turns to the surgeon and goes, "I'm a big girl who needs big girls." <laughs> that didn't happen. Like, oh my god! One hundred percent happened. <laughs> no, but in real life, like it happened in the show. But she didn't say that. I would bet money that I she don't know. I mean, she, it. it's not like she doesn't say wacky shit on her show. Yeah, so no, I, I would bet money that that. Like, I would feel safe putting like a hundo on that. That's GameStop stop money. Man, I know. She... Yeah, no, it's a uh, Wendy Williams the movie, tremendous film, really good <laughs> way to spend uh, two hours of your Saturday night. Uh, especially when you're trying not to think about the snow that's coming down outside and how you're going to have to <laughs> Kelly. spend your entire Sunday. To All right, Kelly, up. what is up with your snowblower? It just doesn't work. You, you no yank problem. the cord, starts up, turns off. <laughs> but how are you yanking it? Hard? I feel like a good snowblower is an essential item where you're at, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. We've got to get you a snowblower. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're going to get one. Here before you yank it. Yeah. This one was, uh, it was doing the job. And then until this year when it's just like, nah, nah, we're not working. Yeah. It's, it's not an option. Like we got to, yeah. we got to fucking take care of that for you. Cause it's yeah. making me very sad looking at these pictures. Cause boy, howdy. 16 inches of snow sure is a lot. You guys, that is a that lot. Is... So much snow, especially when you just got hit with a prior blizzard. Uh, the not even a week before, it's really kind of an issue when you're like, Hey, where's this all go? Yeah, <laughs> what do I do with this? 
There was this uh, winter here in New Hampshire where we got so much snow that, like, it was you were basically like driving through hallways, like you couldn't yeah. see anything. There yeah, was just snow everywhere you looked. Oh, was that problem. the? I think I remember that. Was that the year when like people's rooms were collapsing because of all the extra weight oh, on yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, I was, like, shoveling the snow off of the deck because, like, the deck was not designed to hold, you know, 20,000 pounds of snow. <laughs> Big deck Dan. <laughs> <laughs> this was the old deck. This deck! <laughs> Bring it on. Put yeah. the snow on the elephants, it'll be fine. You could put three USS flags on that deck. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah, it's, uh, like, I'm just... I'm shoveling out the driveway and then carrying it down the sidewalk to put it on a chunk of... Uh, yeah. The lawn that hasn't been covered to like a five foot height yet. Oh, I've been there. Everything you're talking about. Uh, so the Oof. in total between Sunday and Monday morning, I was out there for like six hours. I figure just based on the amount of time I had spent listening to podcasts and stuff so while I was regular Wendy Williams bang smash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, everything was getting, seemed to be all right. You know, got things cleared. Monday morning comes, turns out the plows had been through overnight. And uh, driveway's got a three foot tall wall in front of it now. Man, plow drivers don't love anything. Like, they just... They don't love anything! (laughs) They will take snow... From the fucking sidewalk and pile it in front of your house just to laugh as they drive away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. The more, like, snowballs are bullshit. Like, they just take what's in the road and put it in your driveway. And they're like, you deal with this. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's gotta be a more effective way of handling this. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, well, no, it's the absolute worst. Here's what we do, Kelly we start our own plow company. All right. And we undercut them by cents, but we also clear out everybody's driveways. Okay, and I like then it. You fuck their wives. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You come clear my driveway and clear my road without putting more snow in my driveway, and we'll talk. I was <laughs> <laughs> <one's> getting fucked. <laughs> like, I will blow you now. Yeah. Like,. Her, me, who you want. <laughs> I mean, why not both? Yeah. Marie's not busy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, very reasonable. Yeah, oh, so that was, uh, that was rough. Uh, I'm still kind of sore. I bet I you. Bet. Yeah, man. I bet, I bet. you fucking fuck, I'm sore. So. Yeah. Just like Wendy Williams after a regular fuck yep. session. You're turning into Wendy Williams. I love oh, it. Man, if if only. We ain't gonna get you these big girls. <laughs> I feel like Kelly would really you do get... well with a giant pair of tits. Ball and <laughs> match. So anyone else watch Wendy Williams the movie? No. no? Can't say that I did. No. I would have no. if you banged Method Man in it. I would have, but she had our video demonetized, so I, I had to <laughs> do it out of protest. That's fair. That's understandable. I didn't watch Wendy, but I did watch the first two episodes of uh, Riverdale, Kelly. Hell yeah, you did. Yeah. How many episodes have there been? Is it just the two? Just the two, yeah. The third one comes on tomorrow. So what, What season are they on right now? Five. 
So we can't really talk about anything because Jose's caught up essentially. Yeah, I'm caught up to where we're at, but I. Hey, well, tell you what, Jose, you get yourself a little VPN action going on, and it's on UK Netflix. Uh, he nice. does Weird. have a VPN, and he finally he finally learned what ad blockers were this week. <laughs> I got uh, I got Xanax. I I should be able to find it on there. It's a little bit of everything. What? I don't... <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you guys about it off here. It's his <laughs> it's his Blu-ray program. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But it has. I hey, thought you were hey, just hey. taking a bunch of pills and imagining TV shit. <laughs> yeah, I was it's like, I'll take it up Xanax. I'll fever dream Riverdale. Don't you worry. <laughs> I think you just described the writer's room. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Riverdale's been real good. Uh, so after, well, no, because I still had the Monday morning. But after a bunch of snow, not all of it, uh, I watched the Royal Rumble. Oh, all right. Did you guess what? Money? I did. I didn't know who that was before this weekend. You didn't? I thought we uh, shared that music video with Booker T in our little Pasta Mania thread. Look, you probably did, and yeah. I instantly forgot about it. <laughs> he, he did a music video with Ric Flair, too. Yeah, none of that sticks. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Ric Flair is in a lot of music videos these days. Probably. Or am I just imagining that? Sounds like something you would imagine. I mean, it also sounds like something Ric Flair would do for fifty bucks. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, bad so. money, bad money. Yeah, that guy. But yeah, I watched uh, the Royal Rumble. It was all right. Nothing upset me. Any surprise? That's always good. Yeah, bad money. Yeah. Well, I mean, any better surprise entries? Um, Christian, that was cool. What? Oh, that's pretty cool. Is yeah. it? <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, if you got the edge in there, yeah. yeah. Christian never retired. They told him he was retired. Uh, I mean, Christian's that, that fine. Still make, that still nope. makes me sad that they're just like, retired during the legend. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, okay. No. Uh, no. But no, Christian. He, Christian looked good. He and Edge had a good run together in the match. That was fun. Um, my main problem with the both Rumble matches, the women's and the men's this year, was that neither of them really had overarching stories. Mm. Did they have thirty women? Yeah. yeah. No shit. That's pretty cool. Well, they they yeah. pull them from NXT as well. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, you know, Triple H's Human Zoo is full of them. <laughs> <laughs> the Titan meat machine. Yeah, Lord Titan's <laughs> meat machine. But oh. yeah, they... So you had, like... You know, the women's one was won by Bianca Belair. The men's one was won by Edge. Both of them were in the matches for a very long time. Edge was number one. Bianca was number three. So they oh. were there for most of the match. But both of them really didn't do a ton leading up to the finish. Like... Bianca was kind of a non-factor to the point where I forgot she was in the match a bunch. And, like, that's very strange, considering the year prior she had had eight eliminations and looked like a, a monster. And then Edge, you know, he had the little stuff with Randy Orton here and there. And 
the beginning of the match started off where he was, you know, being attacked by heels and stuff. And But after a while, it just kind of all blended together and there was no real connective tissue or, like I said, overarching story to either match. And I realized this is the first year they're doing a Royal Rumble without Pat Patterson. And he was the guy who held all this stuff together for all these years. Really? Like, even to the point where, like, he was retired. But, like, I think even the previous year, they would call him up and be like, hey, we can't figure out how to get here. Like, help us out. He's literally he was literally the only person in WWE that had a short uh, attention span longer than 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And so it's like it that's really wild. feels like okay, yeah, that's the missing piece. Like that's why like the matches weren't bad, but they kind of just felt listless and like I don't know, in a month I won't remember them. But the one thing I will remember is the ending of the Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens match. Because it was a last man standing. Your favorite. Oh, I love a last man standing yeah. match, does Kelly. Yeah. And so what happens is Kevin Owens handcuffs Roman to like this steel girder thing. And he handcuffs him in such a way that Roman can't stand up. So Roman's frantically trying to get free. Uh, Paul Heyman comes to with the key to unlock him. They can't get the handcuffs undone. To the point where the referee then just stops counting because <laughs> that's not the finish. <laughs> oh, no. And eventually he's freed and then the match continues and everything goes as it was supposed to. But it was just so bad and just so noticeable that suddenly the referees are like five and then you never heard another count as you're just watching Paul Heyman and Roman scramble to get unhooked from these handcuffs oh my god and like I mean you can blame Roman or Heyman for this like they didn't prep enough or whatever but really I think the blame lies with the referee who didn't try and cover Cause like, look, you can just say, oh, you know, you really slowed down his count or whatever. Like, if you just, just what he just fucked off and stopped. Yeah, yeah, he just stopped. He could have been like, oh, my dick exploded. Oh, could <laughs> <laughs> have done anything to cover for it, but it was just like, nope, just uh, suddenly gonna stop doing my job. <laughs> or like, like Heyman, was- Heyman should have just like hit him. Because it's last man standing. It's not a DQ. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just so bad. And, like, that, it was a good match leading up to that. But, like, that's the only thing anyone's going to remember from it. Yeah. Name one moment in WWE history where someone used handcuffs and it went well. (laughs) Yeah. The handcuffs either work too well or they don't work well enough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. These are working like they're supposed to. We have a real problem here, fellas. <laughs> they need to start using those capital insurrection zip ties. Yeah. Oh, God. Jesus. You know, no. There is actually one handcuff spot in recent WWE that worked and was, like, exceptional. It was in a ladder match with Sami Zayn... 
I believe AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. And Sami Zayn handcuffs Jeff Hardy to the ladder, but instead of cuffing his hand, he cuffs through his ear, like his gauge. Yes. Oh, God. And so Hardy just has to... Tr- he's trying to still get into the match, so he's just <laughs> carrying around this ladder that is attached to his ear. <laughs> Jesus. It was one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. It was hilarious. Yeah, I used to know a guy who would put his uh, combination lock in his locker in that thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Real cool, you know? dude. Yeah, real uh, upstanding citizen, my friends. Yeah. His name was Goat. <laughs> <laughs> no, his name was Justin. Ugh. Yeah, I think everybody knows a scumbag, Justin. <laughs> yeah, we all know Kelly's friend, Justin. <laughs> he took his shirt off in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, Mahoney? Oh, Lee. What the uh, fuck are you getting into? I don't, <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm, I'm a free agent. I'm taking offers on cult. <laughs> I want to hear some propositions that yeah. I'll make my decision. I think all, you're super into the Mr. Plow cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it involves plowing my driveway, uh, let's talk. <laughs> if, if it involves plowing my driveway and me, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, two. We can def. There's room to negotiate on, on all of those accounts. Two great so. tastes that taste great together. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Lee, I don't have any TikToks for you this week, for real this time. For real this time. All right. Uh, It feels like there is a TikTok movement to have, even in videos that don't need any sort of music, they all just put copywritten music behind them. And I feel like it's in an effort to stop people from making compilations on YouTube. And uh, I'm taking it a bit personally, and I'm a little annoyed about it. So it's increasingly hard the whole to find point quality TikTok? TikTok. What was that? Isn't that kind of the whole point, though, is to put the stupid no. music in? No, because, like, that's fine. Have your music with your dances and whatever else. But if you're just telling me a story, you don't have to have Dua Lipa singing in the background. Uh, like, I see. You're putting the song there to prevent me from taking your video and you're using it. You're going to tell me a knock-knock joke and spooky, scary skeletons is playing <laughs> in the background. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it feels feels like a personal attack but anyways don't worry about it i'm sure we'll find some tiktoks for you in the future but lee uh i did want to ask you very quickly um if you were in a situation where let's say (laughs) hypothetically you had applied for um a thousand jobs and you didn't get hired for any of those thousand jobs i think at Uh that point we could all agree that society is just not fit for you probably not even called back for any of those jobs yeah maybe like 20 of them i don't know but not many so you're you're over a thousand and it's time to decide on your life of crime i'm very interested in our life of crime choices Well, because like, I'm robbing something, and I don't know what yet. But like, if I apply for a thousand jobs and get zero of those jobs, I'm like, well, fuck it. How hard is it to rob a bank? 
Right. So right. That's the thing. The problem with robbing a bank is robbing you know, any theft, like on a, any kind of a scale that matters, is uh, going to be too risk heavy. So if I think I'm stealing the, anything. I'm stealing enough to disappear. You'll never see me again. Yeah. See, yeah. I think that's the. I get where you're going with the risk for sure. But also, I don't want like a thousand dollars. Like I want. So you enough can't to get. Worth my you can't while. get disappear money, like by yourself. Right. Right. Like, you you get you got, you got to get like yeah, that's that's a big, very big operation. That's not a one player game. Uh, that's so, yeah, I, I, I'm. So I'm inclined to say that maybe that the that you go somehow do some 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 digital shit, you know, and go let's go go dark with it. But also, I don't know. Here's the thing: we we live in an amazing age, where you know one need not necessarily you know go right to crime. Like you know, you could. Well, no, I didn't. We didn't go right to crime. We applied for a thousand jobs. Thousand. Yeah, you can make like a solid living just selling fucking pictures on your feet to creep dudes. On the internet, like, I feel like if you're, if you're applying for a thousand jobs, there's got to be someone somewhere that will pay you to apply for jobs just as like an audit, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Very fair. we want to see how our job application process works. We need someone to hiring. <laughs> Yeah, I said audit, and I knew that was where it was going. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, it has to be something something digital. I feel like you know, probably okay. Right, here's like the in, problem: like though. an office space, man, where you kind of write a program that skims like eight cents off every sure. transaction yes. or some shit like that. Here's here's yeah. the problem with this hypothetical: uh, were I skilled enough to do that, I'd <laughs> like to think. That in my thousand jobs, someone would have found that and hired me. <laughs> well, okay, what if hypothetically, in this hypothetical, you, you know, you have a skill set that would make you qualified for any number of these thousand jobs, but your personality is dog shit. Okay, okay. I'm not sure that's true in this hypothetical, All right. but we I, can roll with it. I think I figured it out, because part of my thing is, if it's going to be a crime, I would want it to be a victimless crime. But in order to, right. for it to be a victimless crime, it would have to be a large corporation or something like that, and it would be difficult to make that happen. So, well, I mean, in, bank robbery is kind of a victimless crime. Sure, really. sure. You're not stealing the money from people. But being able to pull that off is is tough. It's it's high risk. So, instead of looking for a victimless crime, look for a crime where the victims are pieces of shit. So, I'm going to suggest because let's say this person. Uh, has applied for a thousand jobs, but let's say this person also has half a dozen GoFundMe's, so they already know the process of the GoFundMe. So you figure out a way to sucker these QAnon MAGA assholes to donate Ooh. to a GoFundMe, and that's where you get it. You know what? I'm into that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Ooh, that's pretty like, good. Sure story. You, you're probably going to be money, convert it into dog coin. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're probably going to be taking some money from some nice old grandmothers, but in reality, those nice old grandmothers are QAnon racists. So yeah, fuck them. Right. And I feel like that's like a soft landing into crime, right? Like scamming old people who are racists is like you know, like it's a crime and it's bad, but it's like it's not like the worst right. crime. Yeah. Yeah, it's the dry hand job of crimes. Yeah. And you know what? 
I'll go you one further. You got no skills. You applied for a thousand jobs. You yep. need money. You're absolutely incompetent. You have no discernible skills. Run for public office. What other you know? avenue is there to fleece the public of their dollars than public for office? The most unremarkable people to just yeah. fall upwards. Yes. This chick ran a bootleg Hooters and gave people food poisoning, and now she's a congressperson. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Ted Cruz. Yeah. Ted Cruz is alive and working. No, like that guy is the ultimate poster child for talentless sack of meat. Literal sack of meat. He looks like a failed clone of Ra's al Ghul that's in a Bakta tank. <laughs> All right. I think we so did I it. Think, yeah. So the point is there's, there's always an option, Mahoney. That's, that's what we learned here today. Yep. Lee, what about a little, little more gumption? What's that, Kelly? What about coming in shoes at the Payless? <laughs> I mean, somebody's I are we then selling the shoes? No, that's what I said. With the shoes? That's not oh, a job. That's a hobby. <laughs> so I don't work at the Payless. I just go into the Payless. Yeah, and come in the and shoe. Come in the shoe. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see a he like I'm not. We go on pervert crimes. Yeah, yeah well, but then you the, record it. I don't see to get us any money. Yeah, I don't see a lot of way to profit off of the coming are of we, the shoe. Okay, are we Maybe streaming it? Maybe you that comes in a shoe would have gotten those one thousand jobs. Okay, well, what if it's or, like an OnlyFans? Thing? Year right. Right. Like, OnlyFans or like a Twitter account, and then it gains steam, and then you sell merch. Yeah, yeah. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gel insult slippers. Oh. <laughs> That'd be the merch. That's the merch. This was a very good, uh, completely abstract thought experiment, Mahoney. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it just came good. to me. Uh, when Mahoney very originally good. brought this idea up to us, we discussed about how many criminals we all have in our families. And, uh, I was trying to think of who the criminal in my family is, and I realized, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> You're hardly a criminal. Well, I was I was about to be. If you don't ask <laughs> the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> those turtles had it coming. That was good times. Those, those turtles right. were QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> they were really anti-Semitic, every single one of yeah. them. <laughs> All right. Let's take us a quick break. What do we got for classic this week, Nice. So since our uh, top six is related to greatest sitcoms of all, of all time, I figured I'd uh, find a, a good sitcom moment from the podcast. So from episode 426 from June 2018, we're going to call this one the one with no sex in a bounce house. Oh, <laughs> all right. Enjoy this one. Back in a minute. Enjoy the refreshing taste of an ice-cold PopCast classic. At uh, the boys' birthday party of the weekend, turned four years old. Uh, the pool was a rousing success, it, thank God. It looked beautiful. It, 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 it's so nice, so so crystal clear. And, and like, and, you know, there is something to be said for that moment when we're like, oh, wait, look at how everyone's having a real good time with this. That is nice. That does make <laughs> me feel good. 
<laughs> but do I not ever want to do it again? Yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah, we don't want to do it again, but I'm gonna. Because I'm a fucking down-ass dude. One of these days, you'll have one of those pool-cleaning sex robots. Oh, God. It, it just it just has to clean the pool. That's all it has to do. But there were uh, a couple people... Clean your pool. Wink, wink. <laughs> no. I, I want to actually clean the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, no. in, in this example, wink, wink. what exactly is the pool, then? Like, no, is no, it, it's you... my actual swimming pool. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, clean in your pool, you know? No, the, I have a pool, pool. It's a pain in the ass that I want you to clean Is the, the pool, pool your ass? Yeah, no, just it's just the it. pool, just Kelly. so good. No, 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 I know. But I'm talking, not you, and Jose's version. Yeah, Kelly's trying to oh. figure out what the euphemism <laughs> is. <laughs> I was enjoying how, think, far, how, how long we can make that bit last. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on first, but clean my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Whose pool's in my butt? <laughs> but there were a couple times that we had, um, you know, a lot of people with their kids there and just, you know, a lot of our you know, couple of adult friends and shit like that. It was, it was a really good time. But there were a couple of times when uh, two separate couples kind of came up, like, hey, so we're thinking about getting in the pool. And I'm like, fucking why? Like, don't, like, don't do that. Like, it's, <laughs> like, don't get a pool. Like, it's like, you see that? That's a product of like a month and like, like $300. And that's before we get the fucking water bill. Like, don't, it's the worst. <laughs> and both times, like, the, 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 the man, be it the husband, uh, boyfriend, whatever, like, would just quietly turn his head toward the female counterpart as if to say, see, I fucking told you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, no, he's right. Don't do it. Like, like, listen to me here. Like, just go to the pool. Fuck, come here. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I bit I'm, the bullet for everyone. You should, I've already done it. You can come back whenever you want, dude. Don't, don't do it. It's you, awful. You should operate your pool like kind of a co-op where everybody puts go. in everybody puts in a share everybody puts in some work keeping it you know running and clean ah, yeah there you go and then on the way out give me three dollars exactly exactly and it's like your pool so you're the only one that can have sex in right. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you get Man, that in writing speaking of we got we got a fucking uh bounty house again and again no sex in the bounce house a damn shame it's probably for the best, all in all honesty. It probably is, but in the moment we're like, you know what? It's, it probably seems like a good idea at the time, but it, it can't be a good idea, right? It just can't be. Well, I mean, I, mean, I think why it'd not? be fun, but I feel like you'd be breaking some kind of law doing that. What law? Is I got a fence in my house. I don't yeah. know. I, I feel like it. you might get like a seat on a child somehow. Oh, God. <laughs> don't be sloppy about it. Yeah, <laughs> clean no, up after yourself, you fucking animal. animal. <laughs> Well, you never know bouncing around in there. What might come out when you're not expecting it? Well, yeah, but then you just take a hose to it. Yeah, it would just hose out bounce houses. And then you rainy and why the fuck not? If you're giving it back, who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's a rental. I'm done with it after that. I'll never see it again. Even if I rent this again, it probably won't be the same one. I'd be more likely to do that if it was actually mine than if I was renting it. You guys, remember when we rented that dunk tank and we had it for, like, a week? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. We got to talk to Mahoney about a dunk tank. That yeah. was back when I only knew you guys as personalities. Yeah. On the internet. Yeah, that was that was before your time, Kelly. I mean, I was around, but I wasn't, like, peak at, at the height of my power. <laughs> 
Good stuff. Nothing quenches your thirst quite like a podcast classic. I think that was the last time I had to set up that fucking pool because it died the next time I tried. <laughs> I don't miss you, pool. It died like that frog in the filter. I can't believe you just pool like three hundred dollars. No, no, no! It was just three hundred dollars to get it ready, like just to you know oh, put all the chemicals and shit okay. in it. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. No, that was just the initial cost to start it up for the season. I was like, where did you get it? Three hundred dollar pool. No, we like... dropped. Thousand dollars in that yeah. fucking pool. Like, years. That's, that's like uh, Facebook Marketplace right there. Yeah, somebody died in that pool. <laughs> I paid someone two hundred dollars to come take that pool away. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, that's why I was so amazed. <laughs> yeah. If someone's willing to pay two hundred dollars to have a pool dismantled, if you're <laughs> applying for a thousand jobs and you can't find one, you're not trying. You're not really trying. Nah, yeah. probably but not. Somebody's got to be somewhere. Yeah, I told a story about hiring today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> For a very good reason, very good cause. <sighs> All right. What's up on the top six, nice? One, two, three, four, five. Six, six, six. <laughs> top six. Six! I still like six. Yeah, we realized this idea after we had already committed to top six replacements and after we did top six alternate universes in honor of WandaVision. But, you know, WandaVision is based around sitcoms. So we're like, fuck it. Let's do top six sitcoms, y'all. Well, and also at the time, the Internet was ablaze with people being like, I don't like this WandaVision. I don't really love sitcoms. (laughs) If you think... WandaVision is just some regular ass laugh track sitcom. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an yeah, idiot. Real bad takes. And yeah. I hope all of those people gave up after episode three. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't deserve episode four. Nope. Bunch of fucking mooks. <laughs> episode four was so good. WandaVision is really good, you guys. Yeah, it's we had to good. we had to watch it a second time. WandaVision is one of those where you 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 pretty much gotta watch every episode twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm waiting. We're watching twice. the one, but I know once they're all out, we're gonna sit down and just binge all of them in one day. Oh, for sure. Did you guys watch that video I sent you? Maybe. We Which one? A lot of videos, Kelly. Was the it? comic tropes one about all the? Oh no, it was twenty five minutes long. Was it a whole episode Wanda of Wanda WandaVision? Yeah, watch it. There's a ton of stuff in there that I did not catch. My favorite is the Wanda from in, in, um, in Living was oh Living Color, right? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh, that one, it took me a second, but once I got it, oh, I loved it so much. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up. <laughs> that is <laughs> fucking hilarious. it's fucking great it's so stupid it's great i also like the one where the guy cut uh hollywood hogan coming to the ring oh that was a good one that was a good one yeah that was a really good video yeah very good no typos on that one i felt very much catfished by that video (laughs) 
<laughs> you yeah, got, what's what's Wanda Wanda Vision? You got to forkend. Yeah. <laughs> he's watching that video and he's just like, yeah, and then a racist shows up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yuck. Yeah. As this it was fake. So dumb. We're watching the the end of WandaVision episode four and that song comes on and I tell Mary, oh, I gotta I gotta go. I gotta go edit this thing. And as I'm as I'm going to edit it, I'm like, oh, Hulk Hogan's such a fucking racist. Fuck that guy. But this 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 is a good bit. Let me just get it out of my head and get it over with. Fucking hot dog skinned racist. <laughs> oh Jesus. Such a such colorful language, Jason Nice. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, top six say calm. This is gonna be a lot of fun. This, dude, this was difficult. This was a real tough <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. I got a lot of shout outs. Uh real funny, because like there was a you know, I'm putting together my list. I'm like, this God, like, I feel like this is, this is, there's a lot of like new shows on here, man. Like, I feel like I should have some some older ones. And you realize, oh no, that show started 13 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. I'm just old as fuck, and time has no meaning anymore. Neat. All right, so let's take it off. Okay, I got to do a shout out um, because I got a shout out friends because my wife won't forgive me if i don't mm-hmm. big friends fam big friends fam and i've only seen that show about 700 times because it, it, it is the background track to our lives for the most part she put that shit on for everything so uh, and you know it's dated uh a lot of the uh a lot of the gay stuff doesn't play super well <laughs> in this new era not a whole so, lot look, of minorities no nah. Uh, although you do get a peak hotness Asia Tyler there for a season, that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. That's fun. But otherwise, real Anglo that cast. But it's fine. It's fun. It's it's mindless sitcom bullshit. It's good. And then another shout out because uh, I didn't know if we were. I should I should know better because there are no rules in this shit. There are no rules. But I threw Bob's Burgers up there for a shout out because you know, I don't know if it's necessarily a sitcom if it's a cartoon. I mean, it, it basically is. Yeah, yeah. I, I struggled with the same. I was like, you know what? I'm going to not put any cartoons on here because I get that it's like a sitcom, but it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, it's not the format. I don't know. But like, yeah, Bob's Burgers is really good because like it's rarely does Bob's Burgers like have a big, you know, gut bust laugh out loud moment. But it's just solid. It's consistent. It's cute. It's good. Mindless background shit. It's very good. You get it at that least well. one low rumble chuckle out of every episode of Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Easy easily. Easily at least one. Just good stuff. All right, so now on to the list proper. I'm going to throw in a relative newcomer, Brooklyn 99 on the mm. list. 99 Brooklyn 99 you guys is very good. Um, fucking You want to talk though. about it? A big super diverse cast. Everybody on the show is fucking hilarious. It's you have all the archetypes are represented as well. You know, you got the, you know, the fat, lazy guys, the super uptight dude, the straight man, uh, uh, wrongly, the straight man who is the least straight man <laughs> in the fucking office. Uh, and, and, you know, it's the show. This made me really uh, until I didn't really get Andy Samberg until this show. Really? I'm like, oh, this guy's all right. I really thought you were about to be like, you know, I didn't really like cops until I started watching. 
Yeah, it made me like cops, and then we kind of turned another corner last year, and I'm really looking forward to the next season to see if they can bring me back on board. <laughs> and then next up, all-time classic, Married with Children. All-time. All-time classic. Yeah. Love uh, Married with Children. Yeah, these kids today don't know nothing about no Married with Children, you guys. Nope. They couldn't even do that show today. No. No. No, 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 no. I wouldn't think that Mahoney would even be able to play reruns. I wouldn't think that Mahoney would be it's allowed to watch Married with Children. Oh, let me tell you, it was a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I think of some. I, I think of Married with Children bits to this day on a very regular basis. Like every time I build something, like a piece of furniture, I think, "Oh shit, man! Fucking top six replacements." Jefferson for Steve, man. <laughs> yeah. Steve, man. <laughs> Jefferson was the fucking man. Yeah. Love Jefferson. Uh, the one old. when he goes on vacation in his own living room. Like, I <laughs> reference that all the time. There's one where uh, Al and Jefferson are trying to build, like, a weight bench, like an at-home weight bench. You know, they've been at it for hours, you know, and Al pulls up the the instructions. He's like, okay, I need, I need two more. I need two of these, the L brackets. And Jefferson says... We're out of L brackets, but I guess I guess I can use the torch to make some out of these extra sevens. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> so he busts out the torch. Fucking outstanding. It's a tremendous show. Remember when Christina Applegate was the hottest woman on the planet? Yep. Yes, I do. And also, one of the you know the main through lines in Married with Children was Al was sick of his wife. He hated his wife. She sucked. But man, if Peg Bundy could not then and still get it. Yeah. 1000% yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was an adult before I realized that like never ever ever never once did Al win. Like Al never got a win not one fucking time to throw him a bone in the entire course of that show. <laughs> not once. <laughs> like holy shit, man bummer but in the best way uh, up next the I'm one going, when uh, they well, wait good. wait the one when they go to England, all night the one when they go to england and uh there's an entire village that's like cursed because of the bundies that just never <laughs> sees the sun <laughs> amazing the uh the fucking murder like they go to like a hotel or like something and someone's trying to murder them he tries to go uh take him on a trip the bundy sunday fundy <laughs> Yeah, it just all goes to shit immediately. It's amazing. It's an amazing show. It covers all all aspects of anything you could want. The one where Kelly gets on a game show, and they're cramming her full of knowledge, and it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, she's doing great, but I think we're at the point now where every time she learns something new, she pushes something else <laughs> out, and right about that time, the doorbell rings, and she goes, what the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So good. It's great. Uh, next up, um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, That was one where I was like, oh, shit, is that really good enough to be on the all-time? And I said, oh, yeah, it came out in it really 2015. Is. Like, oh, shit. 2005, that show started. So it's been on for a hot-ass minute. It's it's real good, man. The first season's fine, but it really comes to life when Frank joins the cat. Danny DeVito comes in as Frank. And oh, it's for sure. Fucking hilarious, man. And they're... Like, Every character on the show is a piece of shit, and they somehow manage to get progressively worse. <laughs> like, none of them are redeemable at all. Uh, they 
again, they always lose as well, but it's always at least one of their fault. The only time one of them wins is if they win over the other losers somehow. Right. It's yeah, very, very good. They turns fucking each other over. Yeah, it's very, very good. Excellent. Uh, next, we're doing... Modern Family came, oh. I think, at the perfect time. Sure. Because I was kind of just starting my family around the same time. And see a lot of myself and Phil Dunphy <laughs> in a lot of ways. Uh, Modern Family is fucking great. Um, I it's yeah. funny because I don't think it's streaming anywhere now, like the whole show. But I'm sure it'll end up on Disney Plus on Hulu. at some point. Hulu would show like the modern, like the most current season, but the mm -hmm. whole show wasn't up anywhere yet. But it'll it'll land somewhere. It has to because uh, it's it's too good not to. And you know, hey, it's got you know Ed O'Neill on the list twice, man, because mm -hmm. he's the, the patriarch of the the uh, the family, and he's really fucking good in that show. Yeah, that was his Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But uh, yeah, when the show was over, they had one of those kind of big retrospective things on the network, and yeah, he, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, my agent called and said we got this script, and he says, and he's, and they had to bleep him. He's like, I said, get the fuck out of here. I don't do half hours. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then he's like. And then I read the script, and I'm like, well, shit, I guess I'm doing a half hour. <laughs> they did it for, like, 11 seasons or some shit. They're like, your character bangs Sofia Vergara. He's like, I'm yeah, in. Like, I'm in. <laughs> you should have led with that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And then if we are numbering, like, in a sequence, I couldn't pick a number one between these two. Uh, fucking Kelly says it's not real, but it is. Letter Kenny. Thanks, <laughs> Joe. Letter Kenny is the opposite of Bob's Burgers in that I have to, on a very regular basis, pause it to finish laughing. <laughs> like It is hysterically funny. I love it so goddamn much. Did you and go so watch the new season yet? No. <laughs> we got we to make that happen. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I only watch it with my boy. So I got to wait for him to come over, and then we can watch it together. So it's excellent. And then, I, and then the only thing that could even kind of fuck with it Gotta be the good place. The good place is tremendous, you guys. Like, I, I didn't know Ted Danson was so great in this modern era. <laughs> uh, it introduced a whole bunch of other people I'd never seen before. Uh, everyone's fucking funny. Kristen Bell's funny in it. I love the concept because it kind of takes the piss out of the whole. You know, I, I love anything that kind of takes a, takes the stab at the afterlife and you know religion and shit. It's so good. It's got such a good heart. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. And that the whole thing of that is on uh, Netflix. And you should definitely watch that if you didn't. Let, Letterkenny, I would definitely classify as a sitcom. But it's also so stylized at times that you couldn't even recognize it as, as a sitcom if you like just turn it on at, during one of those musical yeah, interludes. Does it yeah, look like yeah. slow-mo mode? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't look like it. That's for sure. It almost it yeah. looks more like a drama than a sitcom. Yeah. Until someone tells. But then you they start talk, talking. Yeah. Then they start talking. They're back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Um. Uh. Fucking Squirrely Dan on Twitter recently was very mad because whenever he's out and about with his girlfriend. People ask if she sticks her finger in his bum. And he's oh, like, don't fucking do that. Just stop it. 
<laughs> so what you're telling me is he didn't say no. <laughs> None of your goddamn beeswax. That's right. That's not polite to kiss and tell. <laughs> Wise man once said. Professor Trisha says. <laughs> Fresh Trisha in my women's studies class. Fucking wonderful. Wonderful show. Kelly, it is real, and it's very funny. You would like it. And probably, uh, I would say, between Letterkenny and The League, the hottest cast of women on television ever. Yeah. And he was in the Godzilla movie. There you go, Kelly. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's very good. It's very, very good. Yeah, and you're right. That that cast, that that whole cast fucks, especially Gale. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Gale. Gale fucking wrecks the curve. <laughs> <laughs> she is so creepy. Such a weirdo. <laughs> it's so creepy. That's very but good. But she's All good right. at it. What we got on Discord, nice. What we got? All right, Shark checks in. Shout out to I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke Show, Mary Tyler Moore, and WKRP in Cincinnati. Hey, I watched these on Nick at Night, and I learned a ton from these shows, from sarcasm to physical comedy to smart, funny jokes. Ted Knight, Mary Tyler Moore, Ed Asner, Dick Van Dyke, Lucy, true comedy stars. And then on to his list. Number six, Saved by the Bell, all of them. All right. Even the college years? Okay. Saved by the Bell, the college years is wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. R.I.P. Screech. R.I.P. Nah, nah, jinx. Uh, looking back, I can see how terrible the people of Bayside were and how it set unobtainable expectations of high school. But it always had that heart and craziness that defined the late 80s to 90s. Also, the new one is great. Has anybody watched the new one? No, Definitely of course not. not. Mm-mm. It's on Peacock. I there was a new one. I didn't know there was a new one. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I know there's a new one is because they made fun of Selena Gomez having kidney surgery or something. I don't even remember. Yeah. And, and uh, all of her fans got real mad about it. On TikTok. Well, yeah, because she's got like a real fucking issue. Like, <laughs> okay. Okay, Selena Gomez fan, Jose. <laughs> yeah, she's got, um... Ah, shit. It's going to kill her eventually. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Like no, it's serious. It's, yeah, it's like, I can't think of what is it. Like it's like mesothelioma. Is it fibromyalgia? Is it lupus? She try putting Maybe. dinosaur legs on it. I feel like it's one of those <laughs> things that they always used to say on House a lot. I think yeah, it's where you're like, that's not real. And like, oh, it is, and it's really bad. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. it's lupus. Yeah, well, she's got. It's not that much of a joke. Okay, yes, yeah, it lupus. is lupus. That's- and you that's got a Jose. kidney transplant. I googled. Jose saying that. I googled yeah, what does I, Selena I, Go- I googled what does Selena Gomez have. I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> Jose is like, no, that's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> like long jokes. Too far Tuesday. Yeah, no shit. Uh, number five. Shark continues. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. On the surface, a fun sitcom, but under the surface. It showed me how different things are compared to my 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 white Midwest upbringing. I remember being a kid and not understanding the social commentary about the police or any other situation Will and Carlton got themselves into. Little sharks like when are they gonna start dancing again? Yeah. <laughs> not unusual. <laughs> uh, number four. This came up. Uh, was it last week? I believe. Yes. I cannot fucking believe it. Number four. Mash. 
so goddamn boring. This was my favorite show in high school and parts of college. It oh helped my shape God. my skewed view of the world and such. For a show that was about Korea, it was really a social commentary about the futility of war and politicians. You just, know, I remember when that fucking theme song would kick up. Like, when it was, when it came on after something that I liked. Yes, mm-hmm. and that theme song kicked up, and I, I practically fell asleep. Like, oh god, <laughs> I gotta get off the couch to turn it off fast enough. <laughs> yep. Don't stop it. Stop it. I'm gonna and go. And you see, like people constantly are like, you know, best TV theme songs of all time. And they'll be like, Mash, and it's like, what? what? <laughs> no, awful. Like uh, in, in no way is it thematically he appropriate. Said Saved by the Bell. He said Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and I said, you know what? I probably will like every single show on every <laughs> single person's list. And then he was like, Mash, and I was like, Nope, it's over. Uh, number three. Well, let's see if if he brings you back, Mahoney. Number three, Gravity Falls. I, Fuck I, yeah, Gravity Falls. I don't know how to explain this other than it felt like Supernatural. If Supernatural was about Sam and Dean and their weird uncle in cartoon format. Right, that checks out, yeah. I've never seen yeah. Gravity Falls. That's a good show. It's wonderful. It's very, very good. I always get that and Steven's Universe mixed up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear that one's good. I haven't seen it, but I've seen every Gravity Falls a couple times. You know what I heard about Steven Universe? What's that? Gay as hell. I've heard that as well. <laughs> Got no kidney. Gonna turn all the kids gay. Uh, number two, Parks and Rec. I never watched it when it came out, but caught it all on Netflix. It hit that perfect time in my life where I was young enough to think the government could be better, but old enough to understand where Ron came from. Except <laughs> Shark uh, did a typo, so we need to call Nancy in here. He didn't type Ron. He typed Rom, and I want to see that show where oh, Rom man. the Space Knight is on Parks and Recreation. <laughs> that would be great. And number one, with, number one with the bullet, The Simpsons. From a longevity standpoint, I watched it as a kid with my parents, and I didn't understand all the jokes. Now at 35, I can watch it with my kids, and they don't get the jokes. Some seasons have been better than most, but this show has always been my go-to show. Yeah, we uh, spent a good portion of early quarantine watching Simpsons on Disney+. Plus. I don't remember the last time I saw an episode of The Simpsons. And I don't know why, but fucking Jax hates The Simpsons. Weird. Like, well, I don't know why he'd even ever seen it before. When we were pl- pro tomato. When we were playing <laughs> Fortnite, I changed my skin to Friend Cobb, and he was not a, fr- a fan of Friend Cobb. So maybe it's the yellow skin. I don't know, but like whenever you know you open up Disney Plus or whatever, and if the header image is The Simpsons, he's like, ugh. A stupid Simpsons show. You've never <laughs> seen The Simpsons. You have such a strong opinion on it. A true child of the internet, that boy. I've never seen it, but I know enough to know I don't like it. <laughs> Very weird. Kids got weird takes. A mostly solid list, Shark. Not bad. Not bad. You 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 fucking threw me off with your, your mash nonsense. I mean, mash sorry. is. Widely regarded as one of the greatest TV shows of all time. So, who's wrong, Shark or you guys? Everyone else. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone but us is wrong. Fucking up top, Mahoney. Yeah. Uh, I sing that little bit of the MASH theme song, and Mahoney's over here yawning. <laughs> yeah, you got him right. 
It's audio volume. Let <laughs> me rock the fuck out. What you got, Mahoney? Oh, man. Okay, here's the problem. Uh, I was like, oh, this is going to be hard. I really like sitcoms. And then I was like, <laughs> nope, this is literally impossible. <laughs> I really like sitcoms. <laughs> so, I have chunked out my list into categories. Like it. I like it. Uh, and so, there's more than six things on here. But you're all going to have to just deal with it. Fucking sue so, me. You didn't do any talks this week, so. I didn't yeah, do any like, talks. But I found a talk to represent <laughs> each, every, each, <laughs> each one. All right. First category. I'm going to work my way up to the top. My first category here is summer vacation shows. Nice. Right? This is where, as we've talked about, the monkeys, Bewitched, I Dream of Genie, mm-hmm. right? And the two, my two favorites from this category, Wings and Perfect Strangers. <laughs> ah, yes! <sighs> Wings and Perfect Strangers are both amazing. Uh, Wings had all sorts of people who just show up everywhere. For- yeah. Still there? Is anyone there? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, there it is. Yeah. It was and very... Perfect Strangers is... I love the, like, uh, the Balky-Larry relationship and, like, the, the it, it hits on all the classic sitcom things that you need of, like, we're stuck in a snowy cabin, mm-hmm. the fucking Chicago mob is trying to kill us, like, all the I random think, but things... That's, that that's another have. one, though. I think they would never do it today. You can't make fun no. of an immigrant like that. No, yeah, no, no way. Yeah. Cousin never. Larry Appleton. Yeah. So funny, though. All right, my next category. Real quick, though. When you said summer vacation shows, my first thought was, this motherfucker going to talk about Salute Your Shorts? <laughs> oh, fucking Salute Your Shorts is so good! And hey, dude! Fuck yeah. I thought for yeah. sure that's where you were going. I'm like, I can't wait to see what this is. You can't do that on those. television. I forgot all about those. That's my Big jam. Big Cat category. That's number five. That's, that's the Nickelodeon <laughs> sitcom, Salute Your Shorts, Hey Dude, uh, whatever else was on there. I know they had a bunch. Roundhouse. Those were all great. Yep. Roundhouse yep. was a sketch show. Yeah, Roundhouse yeah, was a sketch show. Yeah. I love Danger Mouse. Nice. Fuck yeah. Yep. All right. Number four now, I guess. Uh, TGIF. Fuck yeah. <laughs> TGIF was great. <laughs> If you didn't grow up in an era where TGIF was like the highlight of your week, I'm sorry. That's a real shame. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> the like, great thing about I... TGIF is they had their like staple shows, but then they yeah. would shuffle in new shows every so often that maybe mm-hmm. got like two or three episodes before they were canceled. <laughs> right. All right. So I looked it up. I looked up every iteration of TGIF Same. and I found my my iteration. Oh man! Was Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and Hanging with Mr. Cooper? Wow, that's that's rock solid. Loved it. It would be Friday at like seven fifty-five. I would be making popcorn, rushing <laughs> back to the TV to be like, "It's time for TGIF. Let's Hell yeah. go!" Hell yeah! The best. What a way to start a weekend. Right. Nothing better. I can't understand why something like that doesn't exist now like on whether on network tv or on like disney plus because i think they tried bringing it back 
and but they just they don't got the content to fit it. Well, and, once, like, and nobody yeah. like there, nobody make, there's no such thing as appointment TV anymore. Right, right. That's the thing. Like yeah. once uh, you got cable TV with 500 channels, and you got the internet, and you got home video, and and now streaming. You got no reason to be sitting down on Friday. Friday night TV became a graveyard. Well, yeah. who should be doing I, it is Disney Plus. They're the only ones rocking Fridays hard. Right, right. That's exactly. true. That's yeah. a good point. Exactly. So one, as I looked at all the iterations of TGIF, one iteration that they have listed as TGIF. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, I keep losing you guys. Can you hear me? Forward to that shit, like yeah, I can hear. Yeah, all right. You, you got to say that one. I threw up because it's Friday. You got to yeah. say that again because I guess I was the only one that couldn't hear that, and uh, what I hear is what everyone else hears. Oh, okay. Uh, I was saying that one piece, one iteration of TGIF was Once Upon a Time and the Inhumans. Oh, no. Just the worst iteration of TJF ever. Nope. Oh, no. The worst. They ruined it. All right, number three. I have to just lump into one thing uh, the Fox sitcoms. And I cut myself off from including uh, animated ones because my list would have been way too big at that point. But Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Married with Children... Um, that '70s show, Arrested Development, all wonderful, and one that I, I want to highlight loved... here. Go on. Do we all on. remember Undeclared? Yes, we remember Undeclared. Undeclared, Undeclared was, was excellent. What two seasons? I think two seasons. Seth Rogen and Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Yep. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. Yep. Very fun show. Uh, Jenna Fisher was on there. Ted, Tom Welling was on there. Uh. Will Ferrell, like, and it's very funny. It's very, very good. Amy Poehler. There was a lot of people on Undeclared. Uh, ben Stiller a, was on Undeclared. On a Ferris, maybe. Am I making that maybe? up? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Let's say yes. Jason Siegel. Yeah. Yeah. So was it Judd Apatow did that one? Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. So that's how he got all those people. Right. 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 And then uh, it was the. Great. I'll also also shout out to a uh, Fox show. Do you guys do you remember Titus? Yeah, remember yeah. Titus the show. Yeah. I fucking love that show. <laughs> I was the only one. <laughs> I fucking love that show. Yeah, I don't remember Titus. Yeah, no. it's very good. Yeah, it's I very remember good. Titus Welliver, the star of Bosch. Bosch. Bosch cast. All right. My top two here, other than TGIF at that one point in my life, probably the two sep- two very similar but very distinct times in my life where I could not wait for this night to come around is two iterations of Must See TV on NBC. Hell yeah. Must See right? TV Thursday. Yep. And the first one, my number two slot, goes to the original where my favorite iteration of that was Friends, Just Shoot Me, Seinfeld, and then there was, you know, rotating garbage that came after that. I think Veronica's Closet. Caroline in the City. Susan. <laughs> like, nonsense. But Friends, Just Shoot Me, and Seinfeld was a wonderful Thursday night. Like, that was great. Yeah, it's solid. Uh, I, I was Team Seinfeld over Friends, loved Seinfeld. 
Yeah. Uh, haven't seen it in years, but still think about it often. And then, so, must-see TV round two. Years later, probably 15, 20 years later, all of a sudden, Thursday nights, this 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 run of Thursday nights, some of the best TV I'll ever experience in my life. Commun- 30 Rock, The Office, Parks and Rec, and I know it wasn't on NBC and it technically doesn't count, but Always Sunny. From 8 to 10.30, Community 30 <laughs> Rock, The Office, Parks and Rec, Always Sunny. There's never been a better run of sitcoms. I mean, until yeah, they replaced Community solid, right? with Whitney. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that lineup was nuts. It was mm-hmm. good shit. So good. Yeah. Like, at one like, point, I remember looking at that and being like, 30 Rock is the worst one of these shows, and 30 <laughs> Rock is great. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, please, yeah, that's, that's good shit. Zero in the chat uh, seconds you on Titus. Fuck yeah, Titus. <laughs> Did they have transforming oh, robots on the show? What What's going on? They didn't. <laughs> but it was really funny. It was about a guy with a real, real, real shithead dad. I don't know why it resonated with me. Oh, wasn't it Stacy Keach? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Very good. Great list, Mahoney. Very good. You. You're going to see some overlap with my list for sure. I Yeah, I named 25 shows, so I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Veteran Chimes in on Discord. It says, uh, shout out to peanut butter dipped in lemonade. <laughs> Actually, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> dipped in lemonade. Uh, shout out to the shows that may or may not be considered sitcoms, like Schitt's Creek, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and Kirby Enthusiasm, as well as animated shows like The Simpsons. Also, shout out to Sanford and Son for teaching me solid insults. Saved by the Bell, uh, Rock, and the Munsters. Rock Fuck yeah, show. Rock! Fuck yeah, Rock. Man, look at I really wanted to put Shit's Creek on my list, but I just didn't feel like I could... Like, I've seen Shit's Creek one time. I really enjoyed it, but it was like, top six all time? Mm. I don't know if I could go there. We're going through it right now. Uh, Zoe and Nicole and I watch it together. It's pretty fun. It's, yeah. it's pretty. It's I like it a lot. Yeah, we had to flip a coin between starting the Leah Remini show or Shit's Creek, and Leah Remini show uh, won out. Yeah, you'll do well with Shit's Creek. It's a good time. It's fun. Yeah, not uh, a bad six. choice with either of them. Yeah, number six, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right now, you're probably seeing in the theme song in your head. Truly loved every character on that show. Joffrey was one of my favorite characters on TV. And who could forget the episode where Will's dad showed up? For somebody who had never acted before, he did a pretty good job. Uh, Lee, Joffrey was on Game of Thrones. You're talking about yeah. Jeffrey. Uh, <laughs> also, Vetter is right. Uh, we are singing the theme song in our head right now. It goes... And now I block my eyes on my desk. Thanks. You said Joffrey, and I... Scrambled to the tab to be like, wait, what? If like, you oh, okay. don't want your name to be called Joffrey, don't put a fucking G at the front of it. That's how you say that. Oh, uh, my brother no, went to Lee. school with a kid in Lee. second grade. He called him Geoff. Lee. Yeah, Lee, actually, it's pronounced Geoffrey. Lee, were you or were you not a Toys R Us kid? I was a Toys R Us. What kid. was the fucking giraffe's name? I guess you're right. That was a kid. <laughs> Joffrey the giraffe. <laughs> We had to kill Joffrey a second time if you're watching the news. Yeah. Fuck yeah. off, Toys R Us. Number, oh, God. Uh, number five, 
The Andy Griffith Show. Oof. Gotta get that whistling in. Oof. <laughs> this is, uh... This was on nonstop between my parents and my grandparents' home, and was one of the few I actually enjoyed. Good, simple, wholesome, and funny. That's one that made me want to fucking open a vein, too. It's so boring. Yeah, so boring, that's another know. one. Just like MASH, the theme song would come on, and I'd be like, nope, 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 nope. Rather <laughs> turn off the TV and watch nothing. I feel like it was maybe it was on maybe like midday on Nickelodeon for a while or something. Like some cartoons would go off, and then Andy would come on. And I'd go, oh, God, this when they want me to go outside and play? I'll do yeah. it. Just stop. Exactly. <laughs> Please stop. Uh, number four, Married with Children. The complete opposite of the Andy Griffith show. As an 11-year-old, I couldn't believe they were allowed to do the things they did on TV. I learned so many great insults from Alan the gang, and Kelly Bundy was my first childhood crush. Fucking you and everybody else are better. Hell yeah. yeah. Number three. Oh, this is a new one. A new one. The Drew Carey Show. Criminally yeah, underrated. That is a very good show. Uh, Drew tried things no show dare, like a live episode, impromptu episodes, musicals, and my favorite, the Emmy consideration episode. I know this isn't going to make any other list, but this is a real great show. You know, you're fucking right. Drew Carey show was really good. You're yeah, right. Drew Carey show rocks. You're right. It's not going to make any other lists. No, Kelly, it's Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland rocks. Fuck, uh, no, introduce me to Diedrich Bader. Fucking dude's hilarious. And then he played hey, Batman. Batman. Yep. Number two, Seinfeld. Arguably the greatest show ever, and yet number two? <laughs> it has provided... <laughs> Love that it wouldn't change a thing. Three out of five stars. It has provided more characters, quotes, and memorable moments than any other sitcom. Soup Nazis, Serenity Now, The Contest, Latex Salesman. There really isn't a bad episode. <laughs> Fucking Latex Salesman. <laughs> and number one, Night Court. I know other shows are more popular and probably more deserving, but this is my all-time fave. Dan Fielding is one of the all-time great TV characters. He had a good run, won a few Emmys, and provided many laughs along the way they're talking about a night court reboot with like dan fielding's kid in it or something like or no 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 it would be harry anderson's kid but dan fielding is still a defender huh all right yeah why not why the hell not bring back marky right, post you got, cowards what do oh. i have all right um my number six i need to check that i didn't change it I did not. So he's been canceled, but still love this show. Uh, Louie, going mm-hmm. with my number six. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great Solid. show. Yeah. Really, I still haven't watched the last season. No. The, the three-part uh, episodes with him potentially hosting The Tonight Show yeah. are some of my favorite TV ever. David Lynch just yes. roasting him the whole time? <laughs> yes. Uh, like, I love those episodes. I'm sure Jose has seen it, but I don't. I want to ask you guys: Did you ever see his HBO sitcom Life with Louie? No, it I was, never did. It was set up like an old school sitcom, three cameras with a laugh track and everything, but it was filthy. <laughs> yeah, he showed his dick. He yeah, fucking. There was supposed to be a scene where they were in bed and naked. But you know, you're thinking when they're shooting it, he's he's not naked. He's just not wearing a shirt and he's covered. But then, like in the credits, he fucking rips off the uh, blanket and streaks across the set. What the fuck? Yeah, 
I think I think that's kind of some of the stuff that got him canceled. Right. Yeah. 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 So, but it was else. there from the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, like, what? Louis... I've been doing this from the start. <laughs> Louis a great show, despite Louis the person. I mean, I mean, it's a great show because who he is. Like, yeah, I mean, he did some awful shit, but you know, it's not like he's portrayed as some sort of great person in that show like yeah it's warts and all one of my favorite louis episodes is the one where he's on the road trip with his kids and he's playing yes who the who who the fuck are you (laughs) (laughs) uh my number six i'm going with fresh prince uh that was a show that i would watch every not every morning but a lot of mornings before i went to school because it would be on at like on TBS at like five or six in the morning or fucking whatever I got up. So that was a good way to start the day. Fresh Prince was a great show. Yeah, I love that show. And it gave Uh, us the gif of Jazzy Jeff getting tossed out of the house to use whenever we want to get rid of somebody in a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody was doing that high five. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, I'd go Community. Uh, the first three oh, seasons yeah. are fantastic. Then, you know, <laughs> yeah. I never did watch the Yahoo season. No one did. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm I not sure the, what you mean. That didn't happen. I have the DVD it of it. Ridiculous. I never watched it, though. Um, Is that one on Hulu, I wonder? I don't know. Oh, one of the... Right Dudes I used to work with at Margaritaville was um, what's his name? Asian Kim Ken Jong. Yes, Ken Jong. Uh, he was his stunt double in the paintball episode. Oh, hold on, wait, wait a second. That's cool. Wait a second. You knew a guy that you worked at Margaritaville with that was a stunt double for an Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he was Asian. I'm making a joke. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously, you knew a not, guy. Not the one from Black Panther, though. <laughs> There's another one. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. The, Is he the one who stole all your six? DVDs? No, no his, his, that was his friend. Oh, no, that there was Glacier. Go. Yeah, yeah, that was Glacier. Glacier. Glacier, if you're listening. Brotherhood of the Wolf. <laughs> you're <Man> back. <laughs> And Batman Begins. Well, Batman Begins. <laughs> that one you could probably keep because it wasn't like a box set. I'll end up getting oh, a box yeah. set somewhere. But Brotherhood of the Wolf. <laughs> the Iron Chef. Uh, the the uh, Yahoo se- season, Kelly, is in fact on Hulu. Ah. I know you got that burn notice money. <laughs> <laughs> you think he still got that burn notice money? Hey, but no joke, Glacier. He's a good guy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, community when it was when it was really good, it was really fucking good. Yeah. Like the, the yeah. paintball episodes are incredible and I used to whenever I would get like sick and have a bad cold, I would just pop in the DVDs of the first season and watch those until I felt better. <laughs> like that was a good I'm home I'm home from school. I'm gonna watch this. It's very, very good. Love that show. Uh, number three, I'll go. I love Lucy. 
still holds Classic. up. Still makes me laugh. Uh, I, I mentioned that there's the in our group chat uh, when we were talking about WandaVision, there's an episode of I Love Lucy with Superman in it that I hadn't seen until very recently. <laughs> Was it the George Reeves Superman? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he shows yeah, I had up. I no a, idea. Yeah. He shows up because um, Lucy promised that Superman would come to little Ricky's birthday party. So she goes and dresses up like Superman and goes out like to climb the windows outside of their apartment. And meanwhile, Ricky went and got actual Superman to come for the party. So he has to go out there and save Lucy because she's on the, this ledge while it's just pouring down rain. That sounds surreal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nuts. One of my uh, favorite attractions that they used to have at Disney MGM Studios, now Disney Hollywood Studios, was called Superstar Television. And it, essentially the concept was they would green screen audience members into classic sitcoms. And uh, one of the bits was they would bring somebody up from the audience and they would be Ethel in the I Love Lucy episode where they worked at the chocolate factory with the conveyor <laughs> uh, belt. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty fucking cool. That's awesome. That old school part of Universal Studios was, was great. They had that. They had the Alfred Hitchcock ride. Well, that was Universal that was... Studios. I was talking Disney MGM. Oh, yeah. They weren't the same place. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Both, both of those old school versions of those theme parks were very based around like the behind the scenes of yeah. making TV and movies, which was very cool. You were supposed to be stepping on the lot. Yeah. You were riding the movies. That was the gimmick. Yeah. That was the town show. Yeah, that was the line. Hey, but still, shout out to Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, I'll go Curb Your Enthusiasm. Love that show. Uh, makes me laugh probably more than any other show. And I, I see a lot of myself in Larry David and the <laughs> dumbass situations he gets himself into. Oh, my God. Uh, that it got, so good. That show got to the point where it was so cringe, I couldn't deal with it anymore. Because <laughs> he got himself into worse and worse situations. Yeah. I like the most recent season where he spite bought a... Uh, MAGA hat? A cafe. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't like the cafe, and so he just won a cafe, so he just opened up another one in the place right next door to us. <laughs> Did you guys know that despite being called Curb Your Enthusiasm, the show is not actually about curb <laughs> or enthusiasm? <laughs> oh my god. Now you know. <laughs> Yeah, love that show. What a great meme. <laughs> Did it turn into the MASH theme? <laughs> and then my number one. Stupid. I'm going Scrubs. Oh, my Scrubs. God. Really? Number one? <laughs> yeah, Scrubs? Love that show. What the fuck? Number one, huh? Whoa. Number one. You got some balls, Kelly. I love that show. <laughs> Big old like, Wendy Williams balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big old Wendy nuts you got, sir. Yep. That was a show I discovered way late in its run, and it was watched. I watched it every day on Comedy Central. Just caught up on the whole thing. 
And yeah, I love that show. The writing's really good. The I I really enjoy how it can just pivot from comedy to drama very easily. Uh, the cast is great. Like I I just can't say enough about how much I love that show. I could never get into that one. And yeah. from what from what I've heard, the most realistic like medical show. It, I would imagine so. You're saying that House is not as realistic as Scrubs? <laughs> no, I don't. Th- I don't think it is. What about that Grey's Anatomy? People love that show. <laughs> they sure do. Nicole loves Grey's Anatomy. She's like, "Oh my god, it's all about COVID this season." I'm like, "Yeah, no shit. Sounds like a real no. bummer. I think I'll pass." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Where they don't deal with COVID? General Hospital. General <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> Yeah, how did General Hospital not make this list? Yeah. Well, it's not a, it's not a sitcom. sitcom. It's a soap opera. Yeah. I still would think he'd, he'd put it on there. <laughs> I would have thought he would put a sitcom from the General Hospital universe. <laughs> <laughs> if only. So good. General Hospital shared universe? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, who's next on the Discord, nice? Uh, ben checks in. Shout out to What's Ma- up, Ben? Shout out to MASH. The Andy, Fucking hell, man. The Andy Griffith Show. News Radio. I love News Radio. News Radio, radio is a good time. Good. Uh, but yeah. fuck Andy Dick for getting uh, Phil Hartman killed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Parks and Rec. Taxi. Uh, both the UK and the US versions of The Office. 30 Rock. The UK version of Coupling. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And The Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth is fantastic. Very good. Uh, number six with a bullet, The Cosby Show. <laughs> it's unwatchable now for obvious reasons, but back in the day, this was the show to watch, and it actually taught my cracker ass a lot about jazz and black history. I mean, not, no. for, not for nothing, but The Cosby Show was the first time black people were brought into white many white homes, so yeah. you got to give it credit. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I mean, he... Turned out to be a serial rapist, but the show was great and had good lessons. Sure thing. Uh, at the start of quarantine, I started to do a rewatch of A Different World, and I was like, how many episodes before He Who Shall Not Be Named showed up? <laughs> and it was literally episode two. <laughs> uh, I forget who it was, but somebody was talking about... I wish I knew who it was. But the, the thesis was, you can tell a lot about... Uh, black culture in the u.s based upon black television and they kind of went through like how all like you know there have been black led sitcoms for years but yeah black sitcoms in particular they said and then you can kind of watch kind of the evolution of the culture just purely through sitcoms alone if you had no interest in reading a fucking book you can just look at all these sitcoms (laughs) and go see uh where it was i thought it's kind of interesting i never thought about that way because i don't think the same can be said for just you know regular old honkies <laughs> too wide and varied <laughs> well i think with regular old old honkies and I'll, I'll get into this in my list a little bit is it went from the pitch perfect uh super clean everything was perfect type of family to oh this is just white trash now right 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 uh, number five ben says the simpsons this show along with monty python and mst3k pretty much molded my sense of humor uh, number four, Cheers. I love a good ensemble comedy, and this was definitely one of the best. 
I'll watch a Which random Cheers is all right. I'll yeah. watch a random episode on streaming occasionally and it still holds up. And cheers is all right. Yeah, I'll for sure. That. I used to enjoy myself some cheers once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number, no. I don't think I've ever actually seen an episode of Cheers. It's all right. You know, yeah, you know it's fine. It's back, back when us old fucks were kids, like there were only so many things to watch. So, yeah, yeah, you you watched Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, then if uh, Mash came on afterwards, you fucking broke your neck trying to run out of the room fast enough. <laughs> Number three went outside. <laughs> Song is awful. Uh, number three, the and then good they came place. out with the dubstep remix of it. <laughs> uh, speaking of oh, this time, to watch the mash today. Oh no, we're going to watch the mash. <laughs> Absolute worst. Speaking Fucking of Ted Danson, I fell in love with this show, The Good Place, by the end of the first episode, and the quality never dipped once. So good. Uh, Would you like to mash with me? <laughs> that reminds me I of did. one of my favorite It's Always Sunny bits, which I have definitely repeated in uh, The Throws of Passion. Ah, you're just mashing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, num- number two, Arrested Development. I'm a sucker for sheer joke density, and this show packed more laughs into 22 minutes than most shows had in an entire season. I gotta watch that one. I never watched that. It's fine. Uh, It was the monster man. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, a tie between Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. My wife and I relate to these misanthropes more than we are comfortable admitting. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's how it works. Yeah. uh, Yeah, people were really pissed at that final episode of Seinfeld. But when you look back, back at it, yeah, they're all pieces of shit. Yeah. yeah, they got what was coming to them. Yeah, pretty much. That's about right. Yeah, they're basically the "It's Always Sunny" crew, just not as dirty or as funny. Yeah, I was never a big Seinfeld guy. <laughs> the "Always Sunny" episode that keeps coming to mind in recent times is every time Jose starts talking about his. Uh, his craft projects I flashed to <laughs> Frank and Charlie when they started going to the dump and just collecting trash <laughs> and their apartment is overrun with trash and Frank's like Charlie we gotta get rid of some of this stuff and Charlie's like what are we gonna get rid of huh we gotta get rid of this and he just holds up like a steering wheel yeah, <laughs> like... yeah. he's like well no not that yeah <laughs> it's like a broken telephone and a steering wheel like, this is what you wanna get rid of you wanna get rid of this that's oh, fucking great. Uh, Doug LeJohn writes in. Says number six, step by step, with the TGF lineups oh, version of the Brady Bunch. Step by step was day so fun. Uh, number five, F is for Family. Bill Burr's childhood stories turned into an animated sitcom for Netflix. I watched a couple episodes of that. It's all right. This is the first I've heard of this. Yeah, it's it's yeah, okay. I think it's in a couple of seasons. I think maybe even three. So yeah. much shit goes on Netflix now that I don't even know about. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's too much. There's too much stuff. And like, you know, somebody was trying to recommend something to me the other day and I'm like, look, I'll bet it's great, but I'm not gonna look at you and go, I'm gonna check that out, because I'm not gonna. There's too much yeah. shit. Like I'm yeah. sure it's not great. just like 
stuff they're like you know they're getting the license to and uploading it's netflix originals that just <laughs> come and go and i never hear about them what they yeah. should so, do like i'm going through i'm like oh is this new and I'm like oh it's from last year Be- oh, okay. because of all the production stoppage with quarantine they should you know they probably have a bunch of netflix originals that they just dropped on netflix with no fanfare that w- three people watched so they should just pretend that something is brand new and be like, check yeah. <laughs> this out. Like, make a big deal out of it. And then it'll be trending for two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that, I mean, Bridgerton might have come out a year ago. I don't know. For sure. Like, they might already do that. Yeah, it very well could be. Yeah, my, you know, people are, I love when people start bitching about, oh, I can't believe the price of Netflix has gone up $2 again. It's like, well, they're making 7,000 shows a year. That money has to come from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, number four. Oh, you go. Mad about you. Not sure why I loved it, but it was one of my favorite shows to watch growing up. You know what? I enjoyed Mad About You. <laughs> Another must see TV hey, Thursday. Yeah. I don't have any interest in watching it now that they brought it back, but I liked it at the time. No, because uh, and this feels terrible to say. It feels very misogynist to say, uh, because I'm not talking about Paul Reiser's looks, but uh, the stuff I've seen from the reboot of Mad About You. Uh, Helen Hunt looks like uh, Gary Oldman from that uh, <laughs> Hannibal movie. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. See, I have very clear memories of Helen Hunt from the original Mad About You that I don't need tarnished with mm-hmm. the old Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Uh, number three, moving right along, <laughs> <laughs> the the Looney Tunes show with the short-lived sitcom where Daffy is a freeloader in Bugs's house. Fred Armisen voices Speedy, and Kristen Wiig is Lola. It's on HBO Max. Interesting. Well, that sounds fun. Never. I'm heard gonna of throw it. that in the old list. Number, Number three, two, huh? Number three, the Looney Tunes show. <laughs> you know what? Fuck, man. It's another one of those things. It might be great. We'll find out. I'll report back. Number two, Scrubs. I really enjoyed this almost modern take of the mash format of the quick switch from comedy to drama. Check Mixed it out. More scrubs now. <laughs> Mixed oh, with the God. almost cartoon characters of the main show, the cast became great. Maybe the that's cast... why I couldn't get into Scrubs. It was modern day it's match. Too much like, yeah, right. I'm gonna choke. That last season was match. And then, oh shit, number one, Drew Carey show. I think this was the one of the best shows I remember from growing up. Great cast, the specials they would do, like the April Fool's Day episode. So many have moved on to many great projects. Like, The Price is Right. God damn it. Yep. Come up. What you got, Nice? All right. So I uh, I got visual aids for mine as well. Oh, all right. Since, all uh, right. Since, uh, uh, I, I just got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hell. I, because I do love a sitcom, uh, I wanted to create some metrics for me because even though uh, I did do a bunch of shout outs and I did a lot of grouping like Mahoney did. I still wanted to narrow things down. So my metric is they're sitcoms that originally aired during my adolescence and they have a laugh track. So, okay, that's how, that's what I'm going with. So shout out starting out. I don't know if anybody has ever heard about this, but it's this show called Honey. Uh, Hi, honey. I'm home. It was. Yes. Originally, oh my god, yes, yeah, it was originally on TGIF and then they also aired it on Nick at Night. Uh, it was 13 episodes from 91 to 92. 
they shot it at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal yeah. Orlando, and I did the backstage tour and saw like the set as they were building it. So the concept, it's very, it's funny because it's got some WandaVision vibes to it. Yeah. It's this 50s sitcom family gets canceled and they end up in the real world. They move into a regular like 90s neighborhood and have to deal with, you know, present day situations. But they're a bunch of 50s homemakers. Holy shit, I forgot all about that. I like that one. And I don't know if you noticed as it was going through the cast, but the daughter is played by none other than Rita from Dexter, Julie Benz. A young Rita. All right, next up. uh, This one is is a acquired taste, but fucking Mr. Belvedere. (laughs) What? A fucking British butler works for a Pittsburgh family and the dad is Bob Euchre. I don't know, man. Like there wasn't That's a, not a real show. There wasn't a Yo, lot no, of it's shit. A real show. It's fucking real. It's fucking great. There wasn't a lot of shit to watch back in our day. And Mr. Yeah. Belvedere was like it was my shit for like a very small period of time. Mr. Belvedere was my favorite thing in the world. Uh I never got into that, but it reminds me a lot of Webster. Uh yeah, it's it definitely has the Webster vibes to it. Uh another shout out well, it's like if you like Webster, but you you didn't want as many <laughs> as many what? What do you, what, what do you mean? Webster had too much. <laughs> too many though, secret passageways. Even though Webster, too Webster, many short people. Even... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another shout out: Third Rock from the Sun, man. Like, what? Oh, a, yeah, Third Rock from the Sun. What a great concept, great cast: John Lithgow, Kristen Johnston, Kristen Johnston. I think probably. Gave a lot of giantess porn fetishes that people are just realizing <laughs> these days. A French Stewart, a young Joseph Gordon, Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt, Joseph Gordy, Sucker Supply. Oh fuck you, Nancy. <laughs> and uh, Jane Curtin, which is cool because Jane Curtin was a, a conehead, so it was kind of cool seeing her playing the other the other side of it. One of my favorite bits in Third Rock from the Sun is where Dick learns about uh, tipping. He like the idea of like, paying Jones a tip. Video. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, he goes to this restaurant and he, he, he puts uh, 20 singles down. He's like, this is $20. Every time you displease me, I will take a dollar away. Every time you please me, I will put a dollar back. Right, just get the entire time. I like it. It's very fun. Uh, this... some of that Skeletor. No, that's Hordak, dude. Come on. Skeletor's right there. Okay, yeah. Well, but yeah, but the main focus is Hordak. Give me a break. But here. that's not who I was talking about. <laughs> uh, is, uh, that Jennifer Connelly about to ride at a mechanical horse up uh, there? It is. <laughs> I do. Oh, what about that Carl's Jr. <laughs> and Banana Head? <laughs> All right, let's move on. I shouted out this show because it's it's so successful. I didn't want to put it on my list, but Seinfeld, I'm shouting out because, yeah, uh, just a huge fucking juggernaut of a sitcom. And then uh, my last shout out is Dinosaurs, but only because it didn't have a laugh track, so it didn't match my metric. And Dinosaurs is on Disney Plus right now, so check it out. Uh, I just saw that today, and I cannot wait to blow Jax's mind with it. Fucking... There's no reason this show should have ever existed in this world. No. 
Just yeah. a bunch of Jim Henson creature shop dinosaurs in a sitcom. And and it had multiple seasons. It had a parade at Disney MGM Studios. They had Weren't they were uh, TGI Friday. At uh, one point? I believe yeah, it was TGIF sure yep. at one point. Yeah, yep. for sure. The the baby merch. Come on, get out of here. But baby dinosaur was the shit before Baby Yoda even existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and it just looked great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you do notice uh, if you binge it. You do notice they love to reuse the the dinosaur designs a lot. Like they have six dinosaur designs <laughs> that they recycle over and over again. Uh, I don't see an Alex Jones video, but Banana Head <laughs> made the cut. <laughs> Captain Planet. All right. Uh, so my next my getting to my actual list. Uh, I want to. It still includes a shout out. So shout out to Growing Pains, which is a great show. But oh, like my number days. six is a spinoff of Growing Pains. The basketball coach from Growing Pains moves to California. Oops, mute that shit. Um, moves to California with his wife and eight kids. And it's called what? Just the Ten of Us. Uh, it, some of the daughters on the show are played by Heather Langenkamp, who was Nancy in the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Brooke Thies, who was the chick that got turned oh into a roach God. in Nightmare on Elm Street Four, and then you made this show up. This isn't no, a- no. Look, I look at it. I I have vivid memories of this show. Fucking look at now this shit. Seeing this opening, like when we first said we were gonna do uh, sitcoms, like this is one of the first one that came to my mind as like a, a deep cut that I wanted to make sure to to drop this on you guys. This is not a real show. Spinoff from Growing Pains, and the, the daughters were just so hot. A plus. Yeah, look at all those curls. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, this one, this next one, Mahoney hit on a little bit. I do want to shout out some of the big hitters from TGIF. You got your Full House. You got your Family Matters. You got your Step by Step. Uh, uh, th- this show actually spun off into. Family Matters, and it was part of the original TGIF lineup, and it is Perfect Strangers, motherfuckers. I love Balky Bartakamus, yeah. Cousin Larry <laughs> Appleton, Balky Bartakamus from Mipos. <laughs> look like, at him. What, uh, what the fuck? Look, look at that. It's so cute. It's like, you what know, the f- strong adult Kelly vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I also love how in the 80s, Every sitcom was either set in New York or Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely love it. Uh, This next one, nobody has mentioned, but it was definitely one of my favorites for a time. Uh, Head of the Class. Uh, It was a a Manhattan, New York gifted class. Just this super diverse group of high school kids. Uh, It's starring Howard Hessman, who is Dr. Johnny Fever on WKRP in Cincinnati. And then, uh, you know, I ended up, actually, me and Jose were in Gifted together in high school. So it was kind of cool that it all came full circle. Full circle. I was a, a big fan of this show here. Huh. I wish yeah, I, I could actually... use that show to try to stay up past when I was supposed to be asleep. Nice. Like, but uh, Head of the Class is on. I, we got to watch Head of the Class. <laughs> I remember I one. Like I maybe heard of this. I don't, it's, it's, it's ringing some bell. Uh, Fuck yeah. Maybe. You remember Aristotle from Die Hard? 
obviously. Oh, no, no, no. His name was Aristotle on this show. What was his name in Die Hard? He was the limo driver. His name's uh, Argyle. Argyle, yes. Oh, yeah. Argyle, he he yeah. was a student, uh, one of the main students in like season two, season three of Head of the Class. All right. Yeah, good shit. Uh, moving forward, I got goddamn Alf. How has no one mentioned <laughs> Alf yet? Yeah. Come on. I was motherfucking Alf for Halloween one year. We've all seen that picture. Uh, yes, you know, we have. Alf was such a huge sitcom that there it had a cartoon. There was yep. merch. There was T-shirts. There was Burger King toys. Uh, comic books. Comic books. Fuck that seal. We fucked that seal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to eat pussy. That fucking Alf. Uh, one. Uh, one of my, you know, I loved Alf as a kid, but one of my favorite Alf stories that I like to bring up uh, after the fact is uh, the the dad was played by Max Wright. Uh, his name on the show was Willie. Hey, Willie! Uh, I remember when Jose and I lived together, we were out at the grocery store one time, and our roommate Chris found this uh, tabloid, and it was Max Wright from Alf in the tabloid. Uh, smoking crack and kissing dudes in a hotel. Oh, oh shit. Yes. yes, I remember Alf that. Alf star caught in a crack house. Yep. You know what? All he, kept, he, he was just trying to... All he kept hearing was some alien call his name. Mm-hmm. He's like, I gotta get this voice out of my head. Now, hold, on, hold on a second. Now, uh, Jason, could we, <laughs> could we speak to Elf? <laughs> Elf? We speak to Elf again. <gasps> hey, Kelly! Hear <laughs> <laughs> you guys. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's that's a damn solid Elf. <laughs> it is. It's very good Elf. Well, I mean, very good. The only thing I ever learned to say as Elf was "Hey, Willie." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all that, you need. That, yeah, you got that. You can now dial it in, man. For real. For Remember real. that time I got you to watch an episode of Mr. Robot because Elf was in it. <laughs> never watched it but i do remember oh you didn't i thought you did (laughs) (laughs) all right my number two uh i you know grew up around construction we were a construction family this is my family's favorite show in the world when it was on home improvement uh even though (laughs) almost made my list yeah even though tim allen's a piece of shit these days yeah yeah, almost made mine yep good stuff good stuff (laughs) and then my number one uh, I got a shout out. I, I I had married with children on my long list, but I figured I could squeeze it in here as a shout out because it's thematically appropriate for my number one. Uh, because both of these shows feature white trash just on front front street. Two of the the biggest sitcoms of all time featuring white trash. My number one is Roseanne. Even though yeah. Roseanne is also a piece of shit these days. Uh, <laughs> As far as sitcoms go, like the humor and the stories weren't super cringy. A lot of adult themes. Another one where they're small town in Chicago, small town Illinois. You know, I I recognize these people not necessarily my parents or my my immediate family, but like cousins, aunts, uncles. Uh, You know, I, I fell off probably. The last season, the weird lotto season, or when when Dan died, but uh, Roseanne was one of the go tos for the longest time. One of the first times I ever got exposed to like drug culture was the episode where they fe- they found the old bag of weed and smoked it. 
Yep. And then I, I, I like this device too because every season, this is the intro. Yes. They just go around the table and you watch everybody change and grow up and all that. It's very cool. Different hairstyles. Uh, and then yep. as a little bonus to my top six, I've got a non comprehensive list of sitcom stars that turned out to be pieces of shit. You guys ready? I'm, right. I'm fucking here for it. So we got Roseanne, we got Bill Cosby, yep. Tim Allen, yep. Ricky Schroeder, yep. Scott Bayo, yep. Kirk Cameron, Michael Richards, Jerry Seinfeld, Andy Dick, Joe Rogan, Louis C.K., Kirstie Alley, Lori Laughlin. Is there more? Am I missing any? I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with sitcom stars, you Wait, guys? Do that again? Hang on. What? Yeah, I, one more time. Do it again. Yeah, I said Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know how you got Joe Rogan. Okay. There was one other one that really took me back. What was it? Roseanne, Bill Cosby, Tim uh-huh, Allen, uh-huh. Ricky Schroeder, yeah. uh-huh. Scott Bayo, uh-huh. Kirk Cameron, yeah, Michael Richards, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. What sign? That's what. What Seinfeld do? Seinfeld loves young girls. Shosh- uh, oh. His wife. Oh. Shoshana was like 16 when they started dating. Yeah. Was she 16? I know he's dating girls that are like 20 something years younger than him, but I didn't think they were like underage. I get girls in there. I thought she was young, but not 16. Yeah. Uh, 17, sorry. He was 38, Uh, she was 17. That's not not great. Not great. How how close to 18? I mean, Moving on. I mean, back in the '90s, back in the '90s, like I guess not. Yeah, you know, Seinfeld had the luxury of doing that at the same time that Woody Allen married his fucking daughter, so he got to fly under the radar for the culture. All right. Well, what's next up on Discord, Moni? Next up on Discord, we've got. We already did Juggalo John, right? Yes. Yep. It's All Juan. right, we got Juan. Do it. Juan says, so many that have already been said that would have made up mine. So since that's the case, I'm just going to give six notable shout-outs. Which, Do when it. you just give six notable shout-outs, that becomes your top six. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Number six, Happy Days. Hey! Happy Days was fun. Hate Happy Days. How can you hate Happy Days? <laughs> Never could get into it. Put Couldn't that get into in it. episode of Happy Days. Put that in the intro, Lee. It's I no hate mesh, Happy Days. But I fucking hate Happy Days. <laughs> How can you hate Happy Days? Lee, so my favorite episode of Happy Days. <laughs> okay. Fonzie's old gang comes back. Uh oh. And it, everyone's really worried about him and how they he's kill gonna his dog. They steal his fall, car. He's gonna fall back in with this gang again and, and he keeps talking to the guys and they're like all right you know we got the thing you know this all the, these other guys they're coming to our turf we got to keep them out and fonzie's like you guys bring in the bats and they're like we're bringing the bats so it's like all right we'll go i'll go out there we'll meet them out there bring the bats i think i know where this is going and then they go have a night baseball game <laughs> there it is there it is yep what a fantastic joke that was <laughs> I still think about it. did the rest of the gang learn a valuable lesson no they just played uh baseball oh okay sounds pretty wholesome yeah, all right i was like wholesome. who's who, when are we gonna read number five uh number five family ties 
I never right. got into Family Ties. Didn't care for Family Ties. Didn't like Michael J. Fox. Oh, I, just, I remember him getting left at the bus stop. Chick dumped him. Oh, poor Michael J. Fox. They got back together next season, though. Michael J. Fox was in some good episodes of Scrubs. What? I mean, I like Michael J. Fox. I don't like Family Ties Michael J. Fox. Well, because he's a re- young Republican. Yeah, like he just something about <laughs> like sweater vest looking. Alex P. Keaton was MAGA before MAGA was MAGA. <laughs> yeah, yeah he was PAGA. PAGA. Uh, Juan's number four. We're on four, right? Give me a break. Hell I don't yeah. know what that is. Never heard of that. It, nope. Never heard of it. The white I family. Take two Twix and you snap it. White family had a big, <laughs> big fat black uh, housekeeper, and she's like, "Give me a break." Sounds Never right. heard of it in my life. That was one of those that uh, was always on, like around five five thirty in syndication. You know, when the TV would be on. Let me see if I can find the theme song. No, that's okay. I'm good. Well, yeah. I like the theme <laughs> song. Number three, Silver Spoons. Never watched that either. Yeah, I've seen that one. Ricky Schroeder, piece of shit. Ricky Schroeder. I've seen the intro a bunch, and then I'd be like, "This looks dumb," and I'd switch. It was probably on at the same time as Wings. <laughs> Which means it had no I, chance no, whatsoever. I think this was before Wings. Silver Spoons is way well, before yeah. Wings. Yeah, but that doesn't make any difference in syndication. Silver Spoons yeah. and Webster were the same era. Yeah. Um, fucking Alfonso Romero was on Silver Spoons, wasn't he? Maybe. Speaking no. of Alfonso Rivera, his number two is Alf. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, Alfonso! <laughs> hey, Juan! There he is. There he is. Juan's probably so excited to hear that. It's like a cameo. I got you a cameo from Alf, Juan. <laughs> Can we start doing Alf cameos? Hey, Juan, let me shake my penis for you. Oh, hey, Juan, I need you to dry my giant-ass comforter, Juan. <laughs> Oh, uh, and Juan's number one has not been on a list yet that I recall, but it's Mork and Mindy. Solid. Yeah, Nanu, Nanu. Mindy's fun. Mork and Mindy was a good time. Yep. I watched on Nick and Knight. Juan watched it live, most likely. <laughs> Juan was in the studio audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> As an adult. Uh, J-Prop writes in. I got to write my list before going to work, so no explanations are going to be given. That's fine. I think we get it. Number six, 30 Rock. Number five, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Number four, Drew Carey Show again. Wow. Coming up. Look at that. that number good. three, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Two Scrubs. And number one, Seinfeld. Drew Carey Show is the only sitcom that I can think of where the lead actor fell down and broke his erect penis, and it was a plot point. <laughs> He was going to have sex with his wife, I think, for like the first time. And he tripped and fell and landed on his dick and he sprained it. Ow. I and did I learned not that know that. Possible. I had no idea. I fucking broke my... I did not remember I, that one. 
Can we all just picture like eight-year-old Kelly watching that episode, being like, "Damn, <laughs> you can do that." Oh, Wait, I would have watching it before school too, because that was when I think it was air. It aired. I'd watch an episode of Drew Carey and then an episode of Fresh Prince on TBS every morning. Wow! Woke up, watched Drew Carey broke his break his dick and just ruined his day. <laughs> yeah, and all day long, it was him. like. Stuck with him all the way to Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Years later, Kelly would draft a whole team that their dicks explode. <laughs> all right, going back to Juan's list, this is my favorite part of the Give Me the Break intro where she's cleaning the house, she's vacuuming, and she accidentally puts the vacuum in the fish tank. Oh, that's so <laughs> What a rascal. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> Nell card. Oh, man. All those fish are dead. <laughs> she's so sassy. Look how sassy she's she is. She's sassy as hell. So sassy. What's uh, the lovely Mary Nye has got to say, Jason Nice? Oh, I know her. Uh, Hey. Number six, Full House. Number five, Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Number four, Bob's Burgers. Number three, The Office. That's why I had to set metrics for mine, because if I didn't, it was going to be The Office. Come on, get out of (laughs) here. Number two, Schitt's Creek. And then number one with a bullet, all the Michael Schur created sitcoms including Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and The Good Place, with The Good Place being the best. Good Place is so fucking good, you guys. All right, what you got, Jose? Oh, shit. <laughs> any, any time now. Zero Jose, in the fucking late, Jose. Oh, I've been on mute for a dollar. Hey, Jose, I'm your list. Well, no, you said, you said okay, and then nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, somehow it was on mute. And I never... Jose, I'm your list. You gotta read me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what I was saying was this was stuff I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. So nothing new on here. Uh, number six, Saved by the Bell. Nice. Number five, Alf. Yep. Number four, Simpsons. I remember when that shit came out because I was watching Tracy Ullman. Yeah, first appearance of the Simpsons, and then yep, we were yep. like, "Fuck it, let's do this thing." I remember Bartman. The, fuck yeah, yeah. I remember the big controversy over the one T-shirt. Uh, it was underachiever and proud of it, and schools yeah. were were banning that T-shirt with Bart Simpson on it because they didn't want kids to be underachievers and proud of it. What a simpler time! Yeah, wasn't How adorable it? that is. Do yeah. the Bartman. Uh, number three, fucking dinosaurs. Boom, boom, boom. Because I loved, I just loved it. it it's so great. Dinosaur puppets running around. It's so great because after a while, you forget that you're watching a show with big puppet dinosaurs. Yeah, and it's just a, a regular show. Like these are characters I recognize as real people. Yeah, <laughs> this is my family now. Uh, number two, where Robbie gets, uh, Robbie's having, you know, just rebelling a little bit. And it's like, you know, this year is twenty three ninety nine, twenty three million BC. Next year is going to be twenty two million nine hundred ninety nine BC. What are we counting down to, Dad? <laughs> what about the one where where Robbie got all juiced up on steroids? Yeah, <laughs> great show. Uh, number two, married with fucking children. Mm-hmm. I used yeah. to pretend during the opening that that was Lake Eola's fountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, and number one, Roseanne. Nice. I, 
I really all right. Because growing up, I was like, "Oh, I know dysfunction." Right. That that fits because like all these other like, I wasn't relating to fucking. Keep. I mean, I like Family Ties, but that was not my family. Mm-mm. But I start seeing families that are fucked up, and I'm like, "Let's talk." I can vibe with this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Representation matters. Show me the fucked up houses. Yeah, you show show me all the fucked up families. I'll watch that. Shameless, the same. Yeah, shameless sometimes rings a little too close to home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but fuck yeah, Roseanne. I loved watching that growing up, and that shit wow. was just and it was always on. Like these shows were always on. If they were on, we just had the TV on playing them. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking do it. That or Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. <laughs> yep. Remember the whole like it was like a three or four season arc where they opened the loose meat restaurant. <laughs> uh, Landford they... lunchbox, loose meat but, sandwiches. But they bought that was like where they worked, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They that was their they, restaurant. They, they... They eventually no, but I mean, like they worked there first and then they bought it, right? No, they worked at like a little diner in the mall, mm. and then they then they opened that one. Mm-hmm. 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 That's All my right. sick. Zero writes in. I like solid list, man. Uh, zero writes in. Most of my list is animated, but first shout out to the Mister Ed theme song because it pops in my head almost every day of my entire life. And it goes a little something like this. <laughs> I honestly can't place the Mr. Ed theme song. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Horse is a horse, of course, of course. There no, we go. To a horse, of course. Yeah, that's what I got. Okay, I don't even have to play it now. Yeah. There you go. All right, let's see here. Number six. Oh, I forgot my shout outs. Hold on. Let me go back to my shout outs real quick. <laughs> uh, Different World 227. Welcome back, Carter. Yes. Lovely. Kate. Kate. All right. Number six, Futurama. No matter how many times it was canceled, Futurama remained well written and funny. That's a good one. That almost made my list, actually. Number five, Bob's Burgers. Uh, it's been our lunchtime show for some months now. It's simple and almost relaxing. Super solid. Do you know that there's a Bob's Burgers movie that was supposed to come out in theaters last year? Yeah, I learned that on the fucking Jeopardy show that Zero put together. Yeah. I have never and heard it before that. The creators are still like, yeah, we're going to hold out for the theaters. Now, what? I really enjoy Bob's Burgers. I've become a fan of them in the past year. But I think whatever huge spike in popularity Bob's Burgers had is, is a few years behind them. Yeah. So at this point, a movie at best, even without coronavirus... Would probably top out at six million dollars opening weekend. That's probably about right. So just yeah, put it on Hulu already. But yeah, what's, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, number four, The Simpsons. I don't care what people say, The Simpsons are still funny, and each season still gives me lots of laughs. Number three, Community. I could rewatch this show over and over. It's so incredibly good and helped grow so many people's careers. Uh, number two, Yubersei Yatsura. The wacky anime antics of a retarded, beloved guy who constantly tries to cheat on best girl. And number one, Adam's Family. Definitely the most influential sitcom in my life. 
which share a lot of my taste and interest stem back to the Adams family. Solid. And then he posts this picture. <laughs> oh, sweet future Amazon. Mommy doesn't get drunk. She just has fun. Me fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> I may be a genius, but I'm not a lesbian. Uh, anime shit, and then... Anime. <laughs> <laughs> One of those boys is apparently, uh, you know, a little touch in the head, according to our good buddy Zero. Alright, take us home, nice. What's Eric All Magnus right. got for us? Eric Magnus. Top six sitcoms. There's too many sitcoms I like to come up with just six, so I'm going to name my top six sitcom cast I want to hang out with. Oh, interesting. That's pretty good. Honorable mention goes to Cougar Town. <laughs> I love the whole gang. A different. Dude, I was world. talking to Colt about Cougar Town today. I go, they would give me so much shit if I said Cougar Town. We watched that whole goddamn show. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great show. Cougar Town Abbey. Uh, a different world. The Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory. He says Bernadette was. Mm-mm. How I Met Your Mother and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I Love Rosa and Amy, in no particular order. Number six, friends. Just so I could be friends with Rachel and Monica, me, Joey, and Chandler would get along well to hell with Ross. I hated when that show ended. And also, uh, you would be you would be like their third black friend, Eric Magnus, so yeah. that's cool. You might be the third black person they ever met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number five, Scrubs. Scrubs hell checking yeah. in again. I love that cast, except the janitor. I could watch that show what? at any time. Janitor's but, great. But they'd be too busy to hang out because they'd be on call all the time. Can you imagine if like all your friends were doctors? <laughs> 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 like, shit, you want to hang out? Oh, no, you got shit to do. Okay, I get it. Uh, number four, happy the janitor's en- like, I can hang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot. I got something to do that day. Yeah. You don't want janitor. Uh, Number four, Happy Endings. I love Alicia Cuthbert and Eliza Coop. I wish that show could have had two more seasons. That show is pretty good. Uh, number three, Martin. Martin checking in. Martin was good. Man, I, like I fucking... Martin! Ma- Martin, when it, when it was... It was Thursday nights. It was Martin, Rock, Living Color, and something else. Maybe it was Living Single and in Living Color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some real just... just culture on a thursday night for this little white boy uh well basically he wants to hang out with pam and gina martin and cole would have got on my nerves i'd love to give tommy (laughs) shit for not having a job most people think he was a cop because he ended up on new york undercover (laughs) (laughs) new york undercover is a martin (laughs) spinoff uh number two living single they were friends before friends even drew carey said so max was my favorite regina my least favorite and number one, Fresh Prince, my favorite sitcom of all time. Hanging out with Will and Carlton, awesome, and Uncle Phil wouldn't throw me out. <laughs> I was bummed when that show ended. And special shout out goes to Full House. It was Yumiko's favorite show. I bought her a box set for Christmas once, and she lost her damn mind. She was jumping up and down, excited, saying, you got me Full House, you got me Full House. <laughs> She even called me at work once while she was staying in my room to tell me Full House was on at 6.30 every day. (laughs) I asked her, did she only call me at work just to tell me Full House was on? And she said, yeah. And I asked her, are you crazy? 
The only time I saw her that excited was when Krispy Kreme came to Japan and when I bought her a vacuum cleaner for Valentine's Day. (laughs) And then he asks, how did Andy Dick get Phil Hartman killed? And the answer to that is Andy Dick got Phil Hartman's wife hooked on drugs and she went fucking nuts and murdered him. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Way to end us on a high note. (laughs) (laughs) Do an Andy Dick voice. Hey, Kelly! (laughs) (laughs) I'm Andy Dick. (laughs) Andy Dick's voice is just the match theme song. <sighs> that was fun. He would just come into the news radio scene and open his mouth, and the MASH theme song would play. Uh, Eric Magnus confirms in the chat that Alf- Alfonso Ribeiro was indeed on Silver Spoons. There you go. Nice. Now we know. Whew, that was good. That Alfonso was Ribeiro was also on Rats on a Bus. Yeah, he was. That is a joke just for me and Jose. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fucking great. That's fun, guys. Thanks for uh, contributing. That's a good time. That's pretty good. Uh, what are we doing next week? Are we said we're doing next week? Uh, uh, singing mash all day. <laughs> oh, next week, I've got on the schedule. Uh, it's been a while, and we did just have oh, the Royal shit. Rumble. So it's time for another episode of Wrestler or Porn Star. Hell yeah. Oh. That's right. The internet's favorite game show. Get to study in Mahoney. All right. We should, since it was just the Royal Rumble, we should have a 30 man over the top wrestler or porn star. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Three, also, two. Since, uh, since we're coming up on Kelly's birthday as well. Yes. Maybe we can do a little, uh, maybe we can lean heavy. On the Japan shit side of each. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to need some help. <laughs> I'm going to not know a single one of these. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll add some to the list. Yep, Lean yep. heavy on the Japan shit side of each. Yeah, And I'll add some to the list too, Kelly. Don't worry. I am in danger. Please mark whether they're a wrestler or a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. All right. Uh, it's late as fuck. I'm comfortable calling it if you guys are. I want to talk about a single comic. Okay. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. Right, we don't it even need... Superman need... from 2008? <laughs> no. <laughs> it is Savage Avengers from this week. Oh. Because oh, yeah. it has quite possibly my new favorite Conan in the Marvel Universe moment. Uh, Conan gets thrown into Rikers in a holding cell that just so happens to have Deadpool in it. And he's talking to Deadpool for a bit, and Deadpool's like, yeah, I heal. And Conan goes, oh, cool, you're like my, my friend Logan. And Deadpool's like, no, nah, I'm way better than Logan. I can heal way faster than him. And Conan's like, okay, cool, I have an idea then. And he grabs Deadpool's head and rams him into the bars of the, the cell and keeps doing that over and over until Deadpool is mushy enough that he can push him through the bars. Jesus! And- and then Conan's like, all right, cool. Now you can heal and we can get out of here. That's awesome. <laughs> I love Savage Avengers. Great. Love it. 
All right. Time to go to bed. It is time to go to bed. So yeah, come back next week (laughs) and see how you (laughs) think we have to sleep, Kelly. (laughs) And see, can you beat Mahoney's score next week on Wrestler or Point Star? You know, Magnus. I feel real threatened by a Japanese wrestling. Japanese porn star, heavy wrestler, or porn star. But you know what? I feel like I can still beat you guys in score. Like, who, you out there in the listening audience, I'll still stomp all over your attempts. You hear that? You hear that? He's throwing the gala down. Yeah. You're going to take that shit, listening audience? Man. Bold. Bold, this motherfucker. Hey, I just want to send everybody to bed with uh, a little nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nice just has one 20 minute carton arcs he wants us to watch. Do you 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 know what I was Yeah, you do. Yeah, I know exactly what you're going to show. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see your comment. Why would you show this to us before we go to bed? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> New chance at life. Man gets Why? face, hands, and rare surgery. <laughs> what? What? Why is he look like Billy Corgan? <laughs> <laughs> the world is a vampire. <laughs> that... That's enough. That's enough. Okay. Yeah. Next week. Next you get... week in a hypothetical situation where you've lost your face and your hands. What type of crime would you turn to? Oh, I'm just thinking, you get a new face and new hands, and that's the picture you run with. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first photo of your brand new picture in here. <laughs> the camera person was like, yeah, no, I got it. I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here now. That is good. You are creeping you know me the fuck out, and I'm gone. Haunted. Like, do you think that he's holding his face on? The guy's like, but in the catalog, I pick Brad Pitt. And the next day is using my new hands to touch my new I think he's just holding it on like it's like a loose mask. Like, he just holds it up when he wants to have a face. And when he takes it down, it's just, uh, it looks like the question. He's like, good thing I got these new hands. Oh, that was very upsetting. (laughs) It'd be kind of great if they weren't the same, like, color. <laughs> Two different colors? Yeah. Two favorite things. Feed myself and beat off. <laughs> oh, God. It's definitely right. too late at night for this. Join us next week. See if you can beat Mahoney. Oh, you can't. Oh, my With God. And Mash or Mr. Ed? Oh, Christ. If you describe to me sitcom plots that happened to neither MASH or Mr. Ed, I would be guessing just as often as I am in wrestler and porn star. <laughs> Which sitcom did this occur Ed on? ones are all like, someone wants an apple. <laughs> <laughs> MASH or Mr. Ed? This sitcom featured an episode where a man got a new face and hands. <laughs> Sounds like match. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, Christ. 
So join us next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, and our good buddy. Oh, you. I love you. <laughs> That's it. Show's over. We're done. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.